Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. Wallop and web snappers. My spider sense is tingling. Anybody else's spider sense tingling? Welcome to Walloping Web Snappers, a Spider-Man podcast where we dive into every Spider-Man cartoon ever made. I'm Doug. And I'm Derek. And is your spider sense tingling? Uh, yeah, but just because someone has spider sense doesn't mean they're part of a spider army, okay? <laughs> I don't know. To listen to the show, find us on 4eyedradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustration and design that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. And of course, we'd like to take a quick moment to thank our spectacular patrons, Bo, Carl, Eric, and Katie. And hey, guess what? Yeah, what? What? We've found ourselves stranded on an island today. Mm-hmm. An island full of spiders. Oh, that sounds pleasant. Delightful, in fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah, know? Probably very few insects and annoying bugs, like very few mosquitoes and stuff. So Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's exactly. It's probably really soft because it's covered in like dense webbing, you know? Yeah. That sounds like probably really so... comfortable, actually. I'm here for it. Spider silk everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Silk, basically silk bed sheets, except that's the entire <laughs> island. Yeah. So, um, hey, we're talking about a five-part episode called Spider Island, and today we're tackling part one. You ready? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. I'm <laughs> Are you buckled ready. in for a five-parter? <laughs> I am. I am. I mean, I don't know. Given the last four-parter we had, who's to say how much of a five-parter this actual five-parter is? Mm-hmm. We'll see. But, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, there's enough. There's enough. Uh, the concept of a spider island, I feel like there's enough there to justify a five-parter. So, you know, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, that's actually... Okay, so I'm glad, I'm glad you bring that up because the concept of a spider island uh is not new in the spider universe is spider island uh something you're familiar with from the comics i know the name of it and i know that it came out in like 2011 and i know it involves an island full of people with spider powers and that is the extent (laughs) of my knowledge on spider island beautiful i will say i'm like really excited that this is a comic inspiration they decided to tap into Sure. Because it overlaps with a lot of other stuff that the show is pulling inspiration from, like the Horizon Labs era of Spider-Man in the comics, yeah. um, and some other like very specific character stuff. So it's cool to see. The, I think one thing that the bigger arcs are beginning to reveal is just exactly where in the history of Spider-Man comics this show is pulling like very very heavy pieces of inspiration from, and it's stuff that we haven't seen in Spider-Man cartoons yet. So I think it's pretty neat. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, right? Like, if you're trying to do something new, like, I mean, the the old, the classic stories are classic for a reason. You can sort of revamp them in many, many ways. That's what, like, what makes them so good. But, like, mm-hmm. if you really want to also be doing new stuff, like, why not pull from more recent comics, right? So, yeah, I'm here for it. And it makes it, for for a lot of us who are more, mostly familiar with uh, 
you know, older stuff, like mm-hmm. it makes it less predictable because I'm like, I don't know what to expect. I don't know what the end game for Spider Island in the comics is. So I don't really know what the end game for this is either. And, you know, that's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and for me, at least the reason I'm so familiar with the older stuff is because the cartoons that I grew up with pulled more inspiration right. from those than mm-hmm. comics that have been happening over the past 10 years, you know? Yeah. Although I guess like. It's interesting, you know, I mean, because it's interesting to back, but I think like the 90s cartoon doing Venom and Carnage, those were two things that were very, very recent, you know, like comparatively. Right. So I think it's like I feel like this show doing Spider Island is like the 90s show doing symbiote stuff Mm -hmm. like it's there's maybe like a like a 10 or so year difference uh maybe even less than that you know i guess more like but some somewhere between five to ten year difference between when it comes out and when the cartoon comes out with it but yeah i just i I think that's just yeah it's it's very always very interesting to see what uh what the most recent things the comics the cartoons are pulling from in the source material yeah I, i just think it's cool that so many different elements right like they're not just like picking bits and pieces it's like oh this is this is the exact era. I think it's really cool. Yeah, so. absolutely. Absolutely. So if you want to watch the Spider Island arc or just this whole show, which at this point, I think both of us are still recommending uh, that sure. you watch. I think it's a fun one. Uh, you can do so on Disney Plus. The whole thing is there. The episode we're watching today, again, it's of the uh, 2017 Spider-Man show, season one, episode 19, entitled Spider Island Part One. The synopsis per IMDb is when Spider-Man's new stealth, stealth suit is stolen, stealth suit stolen. I, mm, wow, what a alliteration there. <laughs> when Spider-Man's new stealth suit is stolen, it is up to Miles and Spider-Man to recover it. They get help from an unexpected ally. The original air date was February 4th, 2018, written by Chris Cox and Kevin Shinnick. Uh, we know Kevin Shinnick very well, and we've also talked about Chris Cox once before. Both of these guys together wrote on the Craven's Amazing Hunt episode, so we did talk about Cox there, but I remember something interesting was that he only wrote two episodes of the show, so he wrote that episode and this episode, and then he's gone. And it's hard to tell who he is because... Uh, there's a lot of Chris Coxes that are involved in Marvel and it doesn't seem like he's any of them. So I don't know (laughs) who this Chris Cox is. Who is is, this Chris Cox? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, this is the last episode he writes. And uh, this episode is directed by Soul Choi, who, you know, directs every episode pretty much. So we talk about them a lot. So beautiful, beautiful. This episode actually deals with pretty much just the pieces on the board. So we can dive right in. Let's do it. All right. This episode opens with Peter recapping the events of the rise of Doc Ock, minus uh, any mention of Doc Ock himself. Yeah, so pretty well. much just the Jackal Norman <laughs> Harry of it all. <laughs> yeah. It shows so you how, how much of a Doc Ock story the rise of Doc Ock ultimately was. Yep. We're not bitter. We're not mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> but he's recapping these events and worrying about the consequences of an actual spider army while testing a new stealth suit with Miles. And if you've played nice. the uh, the Insomniac games, this is one of the suits in that. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you read the comics around the time that they're pulling stuff from this mm-hmm. is a suit that debuted i think in an arc like right before the spider island arc yeah. so it's neat to see it here having been developed at horizon labs this time being developed at horizon high it's a super cool sleek looking suit i'm not it's normally so a fan nice. of green and spider-man suits but i dig it <laughs> i think it's really good yeah, i think it I looks think it's a good the one. design is very cool yeah 
because <laughs> it's a nice simple graphic one you know like it's not over complicated it's mostly black and it just has like a cool green accent to it so yeah i dig sure. it it's actually a suit that i used a lot in the game too so it's cool to see it here in kind Same. of a different iteration absolutely absolutely yeah mm-hmm so ultimately, as he's testing this stealth suit with Miles, the goal is for him to access a cupcake that Miles has booby-trapped. But he's ultimately <laughs> caught due to a defect in his Mirage reflectors. It's supposed to be invisible, but it's not really working right. And also, Peter cannot shut up and stop monologuing outwardly. So Miles is like, well, I could see you, but also you've been talking this whole time. So maybe stop doing that. Very funny that <laughs> his internal monologue is not actually internal uh -huh. at all. And Peter seems to not be aware of that either. He's just like, yeah. oh, I wasn't talking to myself. And Miles is like, <laughs> you were literally monologuing like yeah. a lot. <laughs> I actually think that's a funny thing. If they want to like really build on that and make that a, a piece of Peter's character, I'd be all for it. Yeah, yeah, he just truly does not recognize how much he talks to himself, which I've been there, man. I definitely will talk, find myself being like, I was just talking to myself out loud <laughs> that whole time and did not even realize that I was. So I get For it. Sure. Yeah. And also, I just think it's fun because we've seen versions of Spider-Man that monologue so much. We hear so much inner monologue that I feel like it's funny for a, a cartoon to follow in its footsteps, but actually make it like outward <laughs> yeah that's that's one um one funny little joke that they make of like classic spider-man mythos here that i like there's another joke that they make later that i don't like so no i wonder if it's i wonder if it's the one i'm thinking of that i thought was kind of funny i don't like it um, but let's keep so going we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so uh ultimately the test fails and they know that they have to rework the soup but peter's been working so he decides you know, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat this cupcake anyway. And Miles is like, wait, no, don't do that. Uh, because the cupcake is still booby trapped. And so one of Miles security robots, which I actually think is a cool uh, callback. The fact that one of the first things we saw Miles show off was a security robot. And I guess he has continued to develop them. So uh, one of his robots attacks Spider-Man and Miles basically says, oh, hey, um, I didn't actually program it to recognize this suit. So you might want to run. <laughs> I want to get out of here, buddy. That's funny. Considering, I mean, I know in this show he hasn't made a million suits, but just like considering how how many iterations of Spider-Man have many suits, it is funny to just like have the idea of like, yes, yeah, Spider-Man, but specifically the Spider-Man that looks like Spider-Man in the suit. And it's mm -hmm. not like a DNA registering thing or whatever. It is like you have to be in your classic Spider-Man suit or else this robot will literally try to murder Fully you. Fully optical scanner, <laughs> nothing else. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Obviously, Peter, you know, dips out because he doesn't want this robot to blow up horizon you know because horizon probably literally just got repaired from being crushed by a kaiju lizard so mm -hmm. let's get this robot out of here i think it's funny that the uh, robots still have miles's voice so it is like miles yes! saying like destroy or whatever <laughs> i love that detail too he yeah. still hasn't gotten a better voice or not a better voice but like a different voice for it yeah so you know, Peter's racing through the city to try to find a safe place to like at least like remove the stealth suit. Uh, he is able to get to an alley, rips off the stealth suit. And so the the bot recognizes Peter as Peter and not Spider-Man. So it is like you're Peter Parker, a student. I don't have to kill you anymore. And it leaves. Uh, so not not the safest like security robot or whatever. But, you know, Miles nope. is like 15. I, I'll give him some space for not thinking yeah. through everything. Um, They're all a little goofy. Every robot he makes is a little bit goofy. I like it. Yeah. 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 I, 
Is I, this it? Yeah, I'm not a fan. I appreciate <laughs> it. I think it's a little much. Because, yeah, Spidey, I think it's like the reason that the suit doesn't didn't work is because miscalculated, the suit overheated, short-circuited the suit with the sweat, and apparently that means that the suit literally just is is done for. Like, it's just not going to work. So he throws it away, like, literally in the trash. They do... He says, like, verbatim, like, something, something, stealth suit, no more, and he walks away with the suit in the trash. It is literally, like, they even, like, do a slow-mo shot of him walking away. So it is literally just the Spider-Man no more comic panel. And then he's like, wait, I can't just throw out a Spider-Man costume. That's incredibly irresponsible. And goes back and, uh, and, and, and you know, puts it back in its backpack. I understand where it's coming from, and I do appreciate, like, acknowledging how silly it is to throw away your your high-tech spider-man suit in the trash or whatever i don't know i think it's just a lot it just seems like t- too much to me i don't know i didn't like I it. i thought it was funny <laughs> i didn't like it <laughs> i chuckled i do think this episode and uh i guess looking ahead a little bit next week's episode for some reason i don't know if it's because they just did sort of like a heavy-ish arc uh these mm. ones at least these two episodes tend or seem to want to be very funny like funnier mm-hmm. than I think we're used to. I think so, so too. It's definitely yeah. a bit of a tonal shift, but uh, most of what they were doing landed for me. Sure. It's not the worst joke I've ever seen or anything. I think it's just like, it's not even that it's hacky. Like it's, I don't know. I just don't, I just found it just very, it's, I think it's like dwelled upon a little too much and it feels like they're a little too proud of themselves for making that joke. Uh, <laughs> I'm just not really here for it. That's all right. You weren't vibing with it. <laughs> So we cut to the coffee shop and we see Harry first and he's working on a computer uh, in a corner table, not where they usually sit at the window. And he's attempting to access Norman Osborne's private files, which I think we've we've already seen him trying to do or try to figure out. So he's still mm-hmm. working on this project. And while he is the owner of the place, Joe, have we met Joe before? No, it's just supposed to be Joe Quesada, right? Or Joe Quesada, right? Because oh. the name because the name of the place which we've never seen. I don't. I don't think we've ever seen a sign before. But when they leave in the next scene, you see the sign clearly, and it's Q's cup of Joe's. Is oh, what the name that of makes the place so is. much sense. Is it Joe Casada actually voicing him? I wonder. I'm gonna look that up right now. Oh, that would be interesting. Um, it could be. But this guy Joe, who's a cool dude, basically like checks in on Harry and is like, "Hey, man, I saw. Like, I heard what happened to your dad. Sorry about that. Like, is Peter coming by?" Like asking about his friends and Harry's like, no, Peter's not coming by. Uh, all but says, fuck that dude. And Joe's like, well, you know what? Here's a smoothie. It's on me. Don't worry about it. Like, hope you're feeling better soon, which is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, according to Spider-Man Wiki, he is canonically named Joe Casada. It says that he apparently did appear in earlier episodes. Like he was in the Spider-Man on Ice episode, it says. But I don't remember him talking to them or anything. Maybe he wasn't named as Joe or whatever. Or he might not have had like spoken lines, maybe. That's possible. Yeah. I can not tell from the wiki page that I'm on if he is voiced by actual Joe Casada or not. So. Okay. I didn't notice it on IMDb, but that wasn't necessarily who I was looking for. <laughs> right. I'll I'll look so. into this. I'll look into this further later when yeah. I'm not distracted by recording a podcast. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, if, if we've seen him before, I wouldn't be surprised, but it is hard with this particular style. Like their their character designs are all very similar to Everybody one another. Everybody looks which the we've same. About, you know, <laughs> yeah. like they do they do like minor tweaks especially for minor characters. So, we've either seen him before or we've seen someone similar to him before. 
it's i mean he basically is like a variant on like squirrel girl's dad like he just has more hair same shape you know what i mean like they kind of all just tweak like certain characteristics so it's hard to remember yeah (laughs) not really sure i this is definitely the first time that we've seen the name of it being q's cup of joe's though because we didn't even know that it was even hard to tell if this was really supposed to be a coffee shop or not yeah it seemed different but but so it it is definitely there established now that this is a coffee shop that just happens to also sell smoothies which isn't that weird but also has like a full menu which is a little weird (laughs) sometimes plays club music really loud (laughs) you know (laughs) they're coffee the coffee shop's rave rave wednesdays why not you know (laughs) it does kind of seem like it's like right near probably both of their schools or whatever so maybe it just gets that like sweet student foot traffic you know i guess i'm sure (laughs) anyway (laughs) uh pretty much on cue like very close to when joe's asking about peter peter and miles actually show up kind of in the background and they set their things down at a different table and then after joe walks away peter approaches harry to talk and harry's literally like i'm not talking to you and peter's like yeah i know but and harry cuts him off he's like if you know then stop trying which is like ooh, (laughs) oh boy oh man this is not this is not going well buddy no (laughs) but peter keeps trying he tries many times. He does. Maybe not Maybe not the best approach, but... No, I don't think it is. Like, it's understandable for, like, a 15-year-old who's kind of a, a dingbat, but, like, uh, <laughs> it, you know, he's he's uh, he's being a little bit annoying. And it's, it's you know, fair on Harry's part. He, he basically... he I've said it so many times. They actually do communicate pretty well with each other, even when they're not communicating. Mm-hmm. And so Harry says, like, I'm not talking to you. If you know this, please stop talking to me. And I am not friends with people who help Spider-Man. So he says exactly why he doesn't want to talk to him. Um, But Peter, you know, is not necessarily receiving the message. So Harry just leaves. Yeah. Which, God, he literally ran him out. Like, that's not going to make him happy. I know. Yeah. And then Peter just commandeers the table Harry left behind. So, okay. Um, And then just a few moments later, Gwen and Miles join him. And Gwen is like acting a little bit, a little bit weird Mm -hmm. because she's like, hey, Peter, I heard you (laughs) and Miles working at Horizon early this morning. And Peter's like, okay, that's interesting that you were there doing that, doing stuff. And then she was like, oh, by the way, have you been like feeling, I don't know, different since that whole big like epic explosion from the supervillain secret like science layer earlier? And and Peter's like, I, Peter, I think his assumption is like, wait, is, does she has did she overhear like him and Miles talking and maybe like figured out that he's Spider-Man or something and is trying to sort of lead in that direction. Uh, so Peter, of course, lies and is like, no, and uh, everything's normal. And Gwen's like, okay, well, bye. And then just dips out. <laughs> this is so funny to me. I, uh, I mean, did you assume that this was a Gwen Stacy spider power thing? Like immediately? Um, or did you think it was a misdirect? I, <clears throat> I think I did, but I kind of, I I caught on pretty quickly that she's she has powers because of Spider Island, not that she's getting bitten by a spider. Oh, like, okay. I kind of figured that that's probably just knowing the name of the episode. True, and I, and I knew that she would be Spider Gwen in the show eventually. But I figured like the the misdirect might be that she's going to be Spider Island Gwen rather than this being her Spider Gwen origin story necessarily. You know, sure. Sure. Well, and I would, I would, you know, I don't know if you've watched more than just these first two that we're going to talk about this week and next week, but um, I, I don't know that the that question or that distinction is necessarily clear or answered. Sure. Um, I don't think it's after supposed this episode for sure. <laughs> I don't think it's supposed to be. I think, I think, 
I think they're playing with the idea that with Gwen, especially, I think that, you know, there's plenty of audience members who might not know Anya as a spider person, right? If you're like a young sure. kid, but Spider-Verse is, is, well, I guess Spider-Verse hadn't come hadn't out yet. yet. So, but, but I feel like Spider-Gwen, even before Spider-Verse was a little more well-known just generally, you know, I agree. And people would at least have seen like ads or something of Spider-Verse will be coming out. So like, I think they know that more people are going to be expecting that Gwen will be a spider person at some point. And so they are playing with those expectations. Right. And so I think there is, I think that question being up in the air is very on purpose. Like, is this like really a spider Gwen thing or is this a spider Island thing? Because this is the spider Island arc. Right. So, Yeah. 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 So folks who are like in the know of what spider Island in are like, having that uh, of what spider Island is or having that sort of conversation with themselves and people who aren't are just sort of like, why is Gwen being weird? <laughs> right. Exactly. Where she gets spider powers. How, you know? Right. Exactly. So. Yeah. It, it works either way. I think. And I think they know yeah. they're kind of playing with that a little bit. Yeah. These types of shows, I think they, they're at their best when they do that thing where they have the twofold, like if you're in the know, this is a mystery. Yeah. And if you're not, it's a mystery. Like I, yeah. I, it's a thing that spectacular did very well. So it did, yeah. to be in the same conversation, good job. 2017. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know? So after their conversation with Gwen, Peter grabs for his backpack and realizes it isn't there. And at first he's like, Oh, well that makes sense. I left it at the other table. So he looks at the other table and it's not there either. So he's like, miles, where is my bag? It had my stealth suit in it. And miles is like, I don't have your bag. I didn't know your suit was in there. Otherwise I would have grabbed it. And so they kind of start, I know. Right. So they kind of start panicking because they're like, shit, 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 shit. (laughs) That had the stealth suit in it. And it's not really working. And like, we can't really have anybody have that. And then they kind of, I I thought this was clever of the episode to do. Like, I think the writers did a good job packing all of this setup into a pretty short period of time. They basically are like, well, shoot, Harry's mad at me and knows that I work on Spider-Man tech so he could have taken it or Gwen is acting really weird. And she just said she heard us working on something came in here and was talking weird. So what if she took it? Like it could be either one of them. Yeah. And both of those are legitimate possibilities based on the story. They have just set up for this new arc. Yeah. But, but I think, with it's, both, clever. <laughs> I think it's really clever too. Yeah. And, and with both of them, Peter's also just sort of like, God, but I don't, I don't want to believe that my friends would like be that shitty though to just literally steal my backpack. Right. So he's like, like, those are possibilities, but I hope I'm wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But it's also like, there are the most, they are the most valid. Like, yeah. Yeah. They're the only other two people that they interacted with there. Yeah. And there's razor motive. Yeah, exactly. And there's motive for like both of them. So like, where else would you go? Mm hmm. Yeah, so Miles agrees to kind of search the area around the coffee shop while Peter returns to Horizon to attempt tracking the suit. So basically, yeah, they reconvene at Peter's lab shortly after. Miles had no luck finding it. Peter says that the GPS probably shorted out with the rest of the suit because of his sweat. Uh, So he begins to set a search parameter based on the specific silk used to make the suit, which I wrote it down. It's the, he says specifically, it is the silk of a garden center spider, which Peter says gives off a distinct electric charge that he's mm-hmm. searching for. I'm pretty sure that's just made up. I am. <laughs> I was, I didn't I mean, look into it. <laughs> I, I mean, okay, here's the extent of my research was Wikipedia for the garden center spider. And, control effing the word electric and nothing comes <laughs> up so i'm gonna take that as being that is my scientific thesis dissertation uh on this episode's uh, assertion that 
uh, that type of spider has uh, silk that generates an electric charge. And that's me saying it's not true. <laughs> Unless this is one of those like weird science magic things where they're like, everything has a distinct electrical signature. I, I guess so. I mean, I can honestly, I could buy that. It, you know? Yeah. I they could explain buy it that. the way that you researched it. The fact that, I mean, because he, he doesn't say techno babble. He says distinct electric charge, which is like a pretty specific thing. Like, yeah. You know, like he, they, he didn't make up anything. Like, I feel like it would have made sense if it was like, you know, there's a distinct like chemical compound in that spider's silk that like I can trace with satellites or some shit. Like, yeah. I would buy that more than a distinct electric charge because like it's a, it's a spider it's silk, though. Like, I don't think that silk gives off electric charge unless he's saying that like the suit, the way that the suit operates within the silk, like maybe there's a distinct electric charge that's that like the actual like equipment in the suit is like charging the silk Mm -hmm. or something, you know, because it is meant to like be made invisible. So obviously there's something about the fabric that is different. So maybe that's what he means. You know, they didn't, they didn't think it through, but, but they still chose those words to be said. And those are words that are like easily Googleable. So, so, okay. So I would guess that you're going to disagree with me on this. I, I do think though that this, this episode does a better job at their like weird science explanations than I think previous episodes have. Oh no, they do because they're more accurate, but because they're just, they're like more confident in making an assertion and just moving on. Like the whole like explanation for why the suit overheated and short circuited, like it was succinct and it was just like, I, I researched this wrong and here's what went wrong and we're moving on. And this is another one of those where it's like, if you look it up, yeah, it's like total nonsense, but also it's just said with such confidence and without like obvious weird like f- fake science words. Like, yeah. I don't know, there's something about it that feels cleaner even though it's like fake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. I think most of this episode is good. I agree. I think this that one just stood out to me a lot because of how hyper specific it was, you know. Oh um, yeah, well, and I would be curious too, right? Like if a, yeah. if a spider exists that puts out like electrical webbing like that's the type of thing a spider-man fan would absolutely want to know about yeah because then you start to imagine like what if that spider was radioactive and bit somebody like is Mm -hmm. there a spider out there with electrical webbing you know right right we'll say it's a cool looking spider oh is it really very very beautiful yeah nice yeah it's like a black and yellow looking spider Ooh, Ooh, Mm -hmm. i like that but yeah i mean either way peter's got a way to track the suit that's like very unique to it so He's tracking it, but before he can complete a scan, uh, he hears commotion in the hallway. And when he investigates, well, he doesn't need to scan anyway. All of that, all <laughs> that techno babble was for naught because uh-huh. there's a dude wearing the stealth suit right in front of him right now, attacking yeah. him. Yeah, and it's nice because it's it's in stealth mode, so it is obstructed enough by the invisibility of it all that you don't really know immediately like what the shape of this person is because it's quick, it's sort of invisible, and you're kind of like, I guess, if I'm supposed to be figuring out if this is a Harry or Gwen, I guess it kind of looks like more like a Harry, but it also could be a Gwen because I can't really get a good grasp on what they look like. Like, I like that when it returns, the stealth aspect is sort of restored for that purpose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. It's good. And I mean, like you, I mean, spoilery end the episode not knowing who it is. You still so. don't know. I know. It's easy to have a lot of stuff that I think yeah. pays off in a fun way over this episode. Like I think, yeah. I know we're only just starting it, but like I was very excited by this episode. I like this episode a lot. I think this yeah. episode is very good. I, I have to say I was a little bit nervous going into this five-parter because 
again, I know like really nothing about Spider Island as an arc, but the concept never sounded very appealing to me. It's like the scope of it honestly just always sounded like just too ridiculous in my opinion for a Spider-Man yeah. story and felt it like comic book wise it just felt too crossovery. I've heard that it is actually like good and fun, so I'm I'm like open to reading it and everything, but it felt too much like just epic crossover stuff that I generally don't care about. And so yeah. then for this show to tackle it, I'm just like is this just going to be another like messy bunch of stuff? But then this episode what while granted like it is very much the sort of very like preliminary setup stuff. There's not a lot of actual spider Island things in it. Mm -hmm. It's setting up a bunch of other stuff that I wasn't really expecting it to necessarily Mm -hmm. be dealing with that. I am (laughs) very, very, very into. So yeah. Yeah. I think it begins, it starts with this episode, but I think this, it, it, it begins to clarify why we just got like the weird four parter we did when we got it instead of at the end of the season. Yeah. Cause it does feel like, um, sort of, uh, hard to say bigger cause I haven't watched the whole thing, but it does feel like a, a distinct, like separate kind of closing, uh, or setup for the closing of the season. Right. Uh, more so than what we just, just watched. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting. I guess when we get to the end of the season, we can talk about whether it was a good idea to do it the way they did. But I, I'm I'm optimistic that they chose the order that made the most sense based on what they had, having just seen the beginning of this arc. Absolutely. Yeah. So we'll see. Sure. We'll see. For sure. So now that he's being attacked by his own stealth suit or someone wearing his stealth suit, Peter enlists the help of one of Miles' security bots by tossing the cupcake at the new stealth spider, uh, which also allows him a moment to suit up, which I think is really interesting because presumably whoever's wearing the stealth spider suit would just now know that Peter is Spider-Man, right? Like, that's a pretty solid conclusion to draw. <laughs> sure. I mean, technically he doesn't, like, whoever is in the stealth spider suit doesn't see him suit up, but like... He doesn't but, even try to come from a different angle or anything. <laughs> like, there is a really quick, I, I didn't even notice it the first time I watched it, but like right after the Spider-Man no more like joke scene, when like Peter uh-huh. and Miles are leaving the alley, they do have like the shadow of a person that, that's like, there's a shadow mm-hmm. of a person like o- over the shoulder kind of shot who would clearly visibly see oh, Peter standing there holding the stealth. think of that. Yeah. Peter there holding the stealth suit with Miles in a spider suit right next to him. So it's like, which so it doesn't which really could matter. In, yeah. It doesn't really matter, but it also like could imply like, you don't know, was he there uh, watching Peter right. take the suit off? Or even if the person wasn't, even if mystery person wasn't there, just seeing Peter literally holding the suit with Miles, it's sort of like definite confirmation that Peter is working with the Spider-Man one way or another. And you could very easily conclude that Peter is Spider-Man. Oh, so. true. Oh, and you know yeah. what? Honestly, sp- but here's the thing. Spider-Man's prime suspects are Gwen and Harry. And if it's Harry, he already has an excuse. Spider-Man was here because we were working oh, on tech, you know? Right, sure. And yeah. with Gwen, like, I don't know. He doesn't really seem that concerned with Gwen knowing shit. He doesn't tell her anything, but she also never asks questions whenever she exactly, asks exactly. So, <laughs> so whatever. I think she's. I, I think we've talked about this, but I think she probably knows more than she tells them anyway. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, I whatever. hope so. We just haven't seen her enough to know that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he's he's suited up now, and he recognizes that while the stealth spider managed to fix the camouflaging part of the suit, they wouldn't have known necessarily to fix the overheating part or had the time to do it. So he can still see them using heat scans. So he switches into like heat vision mode or whatever, and the two clash, and Spider-Man does manage to land a spider tracer on the stealth suit, but stealth spider gets away with a device that Peter calls out as the micro minimizer. Also, 
I think somebody in this episode calls this person Stealth Spider. So we've noted this person just as Stealth Spider throughout our episode. That's good. That I don't know if we'll good. ever call them something different or if we'll ever need to. But mm-hmm. for the time being, when we say Stealth Spider, we're just referring to whoever it is wearing Peter's discarded suit. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Micro Minimizer definitely just sounds like a shrink ray, right? Like that's what it, that that's what that okay. name sounds like. This is so funny to me because it just sounds like a shrink ray and then when we actually learn what it is, I'm just going to say what it is cuz it's stupid. Yeah. It's just a vaporizer. Th- this what? technology already exists. Turning yeah. liquid into gas, we or vapor, we can do that. And vaporizer <laughs> also like sounds perfectly like cool as like a piece of equipment. So why do they call it a micro minimizer? I don't know. That just teases me thinking they're going to do a shrink ray story in this within the spider <laughs> Island. That's what is it spider Island because the spider people get shrunk and then are like in like trapped with a bunch of like just regular ass size spiders. Like that sounds amazing, but no, you tease that. And then actually it's a fucking vaporizer. Come on guys. <laughs> yeah. It's just a really strong vaporizer. That's all it is. Good God. That made cool. me so mad. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like, what is this going to be for? I will say, like, they do build up the suspense. It just doesn't pay off when you find out what the micro minimizer does. It's the, You're like, oh, the stealth name. spiders just like stealing things from places. What, is, what are they building? You know, I like a story like that where it's like, yeah, they just keep they just barely miss every time this thief that's just taking random stuff like yeah. Black Cat does that in certain episodes where it's mm-hmm. like, I'm just stealing random shit. You know, yeah. <laughs> what could I be doing with it? <laughs> Yeah. No. And then spoiler, it's just like a bomb. So like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like <Yep. laughs> okay. whatever. <laughs> Journey's fun if the de- even if the destination yeah. in that specific way because mm-hmm. the destination's still fun. For but sure. That specific piece of it is maybe not very sexy. <laughs> yeah. They, they try to make it way more interesting than it actually yeah. is, and it's like I honestly didn't really need that. Just the cat and mouse of it all is already fun. So yeah. like yeah. you don't need to throw in random science words that mean nothing. So yeah. <laughs> so on his way out of Horizon to follow this evil stealth spider peter notices gwen's lab is open and that she's been working on a spider experiment so you know <laughs> the pieces hmm. are yeah i wonder what's going on here the pieces are kind of falling into place he wonders if her question about feeling different meant that like oh is she like she was around these uh these these super spiders in warren's lab was she bitten by one of them is this her her spider gwen origin story and does that mean she had taken the stealth suit for herself? Uh, he quickly dismisses the theory, obviously, because like, why would Gwen need to like break into Horizon to mm-hmm. steal the spider suit? And why would she have an incentive to return it to Oz Academy? Because Peter confirms that the suit is headed to Oz Academy, which, you know, there's one other suspect on the list who is at Oz Academy. So, you know, <laughs> who could that be? Right. I do think, you know, especially if you don't know anything about Spider Island, I think Gwen is made to be a better suspect than even Peter realizes because he notes when he's fighting Stealth Spider that the Stealth Spider has his powers. So the Stealth Spider isn't just wearing the suit and being invisible. The Stealth Spider is using webbing and is sticking to walls and stuff like that. And if you don't know what Spider Island is, but you do suspect that Gwen just got powers... She's yeah. actually kind of a better suspect than Harry in the fir- like overall, you know. The only reason that she isn't is because you can yeah. see like the body shape of the stealth spider yeah. and it's very clearly yeah. like I mean, it is very clearly drawn to look more like this show's version of like an adult man, right? Like, right, cuz they do 
they do some body diversity, but their main characters, like their teens, generally speaking, like Miles and Peter are kind of the same body shape. Anya and Gwen are kind of the same body shape, you know? Yeah. They yeah. they wouldn't they would have to really sort of uh convince us in some weird way that like, no, that was actually Gwen. She was right. hiding how tiny she is. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 But then that just sort of like I think it's kind of fun because it then you notice that, right? You are sitting there like, that doesn't really look like Gwen. And he did just make a really compelling argument for why it probably isn't Gwen. But then who is using webbing? You know, like who, yeah. who else could it be? So I think it's 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 kind of a fun mystery. You're like canceling things out, but you're not coming up with like better solutions, which I think for yeah. me works really, really well. No, it totally does. And it's always sort of like, well, you know, are they trying to lead us in one direction? So it's a misdirect or something like that. Like, you, you could, it's hard to tell with something like that. Mm-hmm. And there's so many potential potential options. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I like it. I think it's I think it's well done. Especially given the arc we just had and some of the the loose ends there. You know, we maybe won't explore yeah. those now because maybe mm-hmm. this arc will get into it. Mm-hmm. I don't know the answers. <laughs> Mm-hmm. but uh but there's still some folks floating around out there oh yeah shows a you lot know? of characters you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe this is uh mrs blizzard from the the spider-man oh on ice God. episode can you would know. you be gagged i would be a little bit gagged only because i'm like why why did we do that <laughs> yeah i i don't know that it would be the good kind of gagged it might be no. like a bad kind of gagged <laughs> yeah it would be like the older version of gag where it's like ew gag you know yeah, right, like the right. heather's version or whatever <laughs> Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) So, so still suited up, Peter briefs Miles, and the Spider-Men agree to meet at Osborne Academy. So that's where we cut to next. At Oz Academy, uh, Harry finally manages to access Norman's files, and he watches a video log, a vlog, if you will, where Norman discusses Raymond Warren's spider army, shocker, (laughs) and shows off the blueprints for the Spider Slayer armor. Considering the events of the past week, Harry's like, oh my god, dad was right. Uh, he was right about everything. He was right about the the spider army. He was right about Raymond Warren. He was right about uh, these weird experiments. And, and everything that happened just confirms what he was looking into. And from Harry's perspective, it kind of makes sense. It's a little results-oriented. Sure. Uh, and, and he doesn't have a full picture. But the picture he does have makes a lot of sense uh, from where he's sitting. So Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I get it. And so naturally, he's like, okay, well, given all of this... I'm going to stop all the Spider-Men. I'm going to stop the Jackal. And he says, I'm going to do it, quote, now that I have the means. What does that mean, Harry? (laughs) What does that mean? What are we to believe? (laughs) So as he's he's monologuing to himself and and vowing to get back at (laughs) the Spider-Men or whatever, an alarm sounds, uh, and and it is Harry being alerted to the fact that the Spider-Men are at Oz Academy. Yeah, it's like perfect well, timing. Perfect timing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the Spider-Man infiltrate Oz, start searching the labs. They simultaneously encounter both Stealth Spider and Harry at the same time, which of course means that Harry uh, wasn't the Stealth Spiders. Harry did not take the suit. I appreciate throughout all of this that Miles is very much the one who's just like. Okay, like it's probably Harry, right? Like it makes sense. And then when it's not Harry, it's just sort of like, okay, but like it's not Harry, but Harry still wants to kill you, right? And then Harry, of course, does just want to kill Spider-Man and literally just whips out his flame sword to try to kill Spider-Man. So and Miles is just like, I like this is all like Peter, stop being stupid. Harry just wants Harry is a villain right now. Come on. (laughs) It's great because like I know we complain about not getting enough miles because there's a weird inconsistency about like when he shows up and when he doesn't. But also I want to see more miles because I think there's a complexity 
there where he's like frequently this sort of happy-go-lucky, a little bit absent-minded, has the weirdest sort of like cha- like neutral chaotic luck. Um, but also when it comes to working with Peter, there are times where he's like the only voice of reason that Peter can have as Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a nice dynamic. When I think Peter overthinks things and hit, Miles totally. absolutely does not at all. Because like, Miles goes yeah. with the flow, which right. is perfectly in line with his character, even just as a civilian. Yeah. Yeah. So I I appreciate his his sort of voice there. Just being <laughs> like, yeah, I kind of figured this is going to happen, though. Like, of course, he's going to whip out a flame sword and try mm-hmm. to cut your head off. Like, what did you expect, man? <laughs> yeah. Still fucking what? I'm never going to get over the fact that this Harry Osborne just like carries around a flame sword sword. it's It's... badass but also like bro you're like 15 carrying around a flame sword he's taking fencing lessons doug it's fine he knows what he's doing i guess that's true (laughs) i guess i too trust everyone who fences with a flame sword flame sword (laughs) and no other like armor or anything like if that if that if that's if he like if his, if he slips slightly like that will destroy him like yeah. <laughs> it will set him on fire. <laughs> Absolutely. His only protection is for his lungs, I guess, because he wears that mask still. Yeah. Right. It's a cool right. mask. Better than ox mask mm-hmm. by a thousand. Well, low bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The fight's cool. There's a very messy three-way fight between mm-hmm. Stealth Spider attacking both Spider-Men and then Harry also, you know, trying to take down all the spiders with his flame sword. And I'm like, really, again, again, 15-year-old with a sword, badass, but there's like three spider people with spider powers jumping all around. I, yep. I think you're a little bit, little bit out of your element, buddy. A <laughs> little bit. A little bit. I do love messy fights like this. I love when there's more than two parties and there's not like a clear... Like, they're not clearly aligned in any sort yeah, of way. Right. Like, Harry wants to kill everybody. The Spider-Men are specifically interested in Stealth Spider. Miles is sort of like, Harry's a bad guy, though. Peter's, like, not going to try to hurt Harry. And then Stealth Spider's just like, I want to get out. <laughs> like, can you all not? Like, it's 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 right. good. I like that, that type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. So, like you said, Harry's ultimately biting off more than he can chew, taking on three uh, Spider-People. Uh, basically Miles webs away the flame sword pretty quickly and the stealth spider webs Harry up. Like all the spider people are just like you kid, no powers, stop <laughs> grounded, you know? Yeah. Um, but with Harry, with Harry out of the picture, stealth spider can turn their attention back to the spider Men, And in fact, he does it with Harry's flame sword, which he yoinked out from under miles when they weren't paying attention. <laughs> so <laughs> now you have stealth spider plus Harry's flame sword, which is a bad look. Uh, for the Spider-Men. Mm-hmm. Luckily, there's not one, but there are two new spiders in town because as the stealth spider advances, our suspicions are confirmed when Gwen Stacy shows up, flipping in in what we now know as her ghost spider costume, or at the time, her Spider-Gwen costume, but without the mask, notably. So th- that's a conversation, but I also feel like does it feel like weirdly underplayed like with her show? Like, I feel like she kind of shows up without any fanfare that I would have expected. And I'm not like, I don't know. It's not that I, I needed it to be like a big, huge, like event with stinging music or whatever happening. But also like, she just kind of jumps in from off screen and like kicks the dude. And it's just like, wow, Gwen's a spider person. And then it's just, it continues. Like I, I wanted at least like one cool pose or something from her, but she just kind of shows up and it feels like really weirdly underplayed. 
I think her. I think the fanfare is her showing up and being like, "Hey, boys, need a hand?" Yeah, you I know? guess so. Yeah, um, but I get what you're saying. I think, I think I'm okay with it, if only because at this point, like all the suspects for Stealth Spider are out the window, and you're like, "Okay, so obviously she's got spider powers." Yeah. So it's like she shows up. There's really nothing else to build. There could have been. Yeah, they could have. They could have had her enter with like a cooler fight sequence because we will see her do super fucking cool shit. Like she has her own right. unique fighting choreography in the show. Right. Well, and I guess it just, it feels to me like that's a character that many people would have wanted to see show up and waiting to see that they've been kind of lightly teasing for a while in one way or another, you know? And so mm-hmm. it just felt weird for her entrance to just be like, and now Gwen's here and moving on. <laughs> I do wonder, like, I know we talked about how she was recognizable. I mean, she was merchandised like, like very heavily. Like I had a spider Gwen wallet that I got from like hot topic of Mm -hmm. like among a bunch of other spider Gwen stuff. So like, I know she was merchandised very heavily. I do wonder how much of that sort of surprise at lack of fanfare is sort of, uh, in retrospect. Like I wish I, I wish I knew just how much people were anticipating this because she certainly had that moment in into the spider verse, which only right. happened a year later. Right. Right. Um, like her entrance in that is like, I can picture it very clearly in my mind, exactly how it takes place, you know? Right. Um, but I do wonder how much of, how much of that was something people were expecting here. I wish I knew I should have gone back and yeah. like looked, you know, certainly people would have been talking about this even just on Twitter. I also kind of wonder like how much of this is, that you know she ends up just being the first of many spider people that are showing up because this is a spider yep. island and so it's like maybe this isn't her true spider gwen entrance i do or something wonder like that. that i really you know? want because again the fact that she is not wearing a mask i will say yeah so far from what i've seen i think i like it because of what they're doing with it and some of the right. dynamics that result from her being a spider person not hiding her identity yeah well, the thing but that I kind of wild. It, it's wild. <laughs> the thing that I the thing that I do like about it that I did find kind of clever. I mean, we you know, you can, we can get into it especially I think even more probably next week too, but I feel like it like justifies why she's why she's Spider Gwen because I don't think Ghost Spider was yep. a name for her yet. So it's like right. if she's oh, showing her sure. face and there's no secret identity and everyone knows that she's Gwen, it's like that is that's the girl who's a spider person and her name is Gwen. So she's spider Gwen. Like it makes Which... sense that like her superhero <laughs> name kind of organically becomes that, you know, and that only works if, if you see her face. Yeah. It's way better than just calling the name of the book spider Gwen and then actually reading the book where she is always called spider woman. Right. Fun fact, kids gather around. If you read the original spider Gwen comics, she's never called that. That's not her name. She's called spider woman. Like why would, why, why would it be her name? name? <laughs> right. Exactly. That's why she gets the name ghost spiders because there are a number of other spider women uh, and spider girls. And so they give her a not entirely unique name, but like a name that was barely used once or something mm-hmm. uh, by like a weird crossover. What if event maybe, or mm-hmm. maybe it was spider verse. I don't even know. So yeah, she was just spider woman. This makes way more sense. I do like that. That's, I hadn't even thought of that, Yeah, um, but it is sort of like a retroactive, like how can we make her name make sense? And right. I, I can't imagine that's where it originated. Uh, the idea to have her not wear a mask, but I think I mean, it might it have is, been. Sense. I think it might have been. I feel like it might have just been like, well, she's Spider Gwen, and that's weird. What else are we gonna call her? Why don't we keep it Spider Gwen? 
and make people make it that people know she's Gwen. How can they know she's Gwen? We just remove her mask. If that's, like, if that's the inspiration, good on them because I think yeah. that they are juicing way more out of this yeah. than just that that moment of inspiration, right? Because yeah. like, I, yeah, it's a tiny thing to just be like, oh, she doesn't wear a mask, and so that's why people call her that. I think the result is like, you know, tenfold. It also gives me a little more hope for how they'll handle having multiple spider people in the cast, you know, because it makes her story so distinct from yep. Peter and miles, both becoming Spider-Man uh, yep. this, this, you know, regardless of all the spider Island stuff, the fact that the first thing like that, that a secret identity, like never seems to cross her mind. She's just like, no, I'm just going to be Gwen Stacy being a superhero now. Like mm-hmm. whatever, man. <laughs> like- yeah. It makes this version of, of uh, Gwen Stacy, spider, Gwen, spider woman, whatever, uh, I guess I'll just say Spider Gwen because that's literally what she's called in the show. But like, yeah. it makes this version of Spider Gwen unique because that's not her characterization in most other versions, right? She she has a very Peter Parker mentality about like her identity. Mm-hmm. Um, except in Marvel Rising, uh, kind of went this route too, right? Where she decided it was like necessary. It was different how she got there, but doesn't she reveal her identity to her friends in Marvel Rising? I think. I, don't I think remember, that's what happens. But I did, I only I watched the Battle of the Bands, but I didn't watch beyond that. And I don't think she does a Battle of the Bands. Maybe she does okay. later. Well, on. spoiler. If that's if I'm even right, if I'm even remembering correctly, <laughs> I think she does. But I don't know. Maybe I'm making shit up. You're you watched more of that than I did. So. Right. Right. Uh, I thought it was Battle of the Bands, but maybe I'm just misremembering then. I don't think it was in Battle of the Bands. Because isn't that the sure one where she's like uh, she's like got too much shit going on and everybody gets mad at her? Yeah. Yeah, maybe she does. Does she? Does? I thought at the very end she was like, "I'm, I'm, a, I'm." It's me, Gwen. So that everyone would be like, "Oh, it makes sense." Like if you miss spider oh. practice, like band practice, because you're oh my god, I Spider think, Woman. I think you're right. Oh, that's so sad that we literally did an entire episode on that, and I did not remember <laughs> her revealing her identity to all of her friends. Honestly, what's sad is that you right. don't remember something I did because my memory is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> weird well i guess that happened we'll just yeah. pretend yeah i guess it did sure <laughs> anyway that was a wild tangent to just say like usually she keeps her identity pretty secret so it's interesting that this is the case and it adds a complication to the teen drama of it all not that they're doing a lot of that but it adds a complication that the show didn't need to do which is that now miles and peter who know the other one is spider-man know that gwen is spider gwen and she as spider gwen does not know who the spider-men are yeah, genuinely wild that at the end of this, they have not revealed their secret identities and yeah. don't seem to have any intention on doing that. I at all fully would soon. have bet money that the moment Gwen and Anya got powers, they that Peter and Miles would have revealed themselves to them. I think we I, discussed whether that would be the case, yeah. but I think I would have bet money that they did. I mean, they're just going to, you know, play play that out as long as play that drama out as long as they can, because then that's a whole other like surprise yeah. moment later on when they decide to to reveal it right i'm so okay with I, it i like it better yeah, I, I don't i don't mind yeah I don't, I don't mind kind of holding those holding those cards uh for a while so yeah absolutely yeah yeah so as the spider-men attempt to process gwen stacy having spider powers it's also funny because you know I, this this makes sense but like spider-man knows gwen stacy so he's like so he just exclaims like gwen stacy with spider powers <laughs> like okay <laughs> like i know we kind of know each other but also like quipping weird um so as they're trying to attempt as they're so as they're attempting to process this the stealth spider grabs harry just straight up throws him out a window it's just like you know what fuck this i gotta get out of here <sighs> yeah. deal with this kids throws harry just right <laughs> out of a skyscraper 
Whoops. Um, Oops. Yeah. So uh, Peter Spidey jumps after him. Miles Spidey jumps after Peter Spidey. And Gwen jumps after both of them. And I think she's just like, oh, I didn't really think this through. I'm still new with this. Uh, I just jumped out of a window of a skyscraper. That's weird. Uh-huh. But it ends up being this whole Spidey chain where, like, they basically, like, all web each other just as, like, Spidey webs Harry just before he would have splatted in front of a woman just walking your dog. (sighs) Yeah. Saved everybody some trauma. Yeah. Fun, though. I like that. I like that use of, like, all the spider people together. that, That also gives me a lot of hope for the future of, like, just doing cool stuff with multiple spider people working together. Like, the kind of thing that, like... I wanted to see more of in No yes! Way Home if we're going to have multiple spider I was Spider-Man, thinking the exact you know? same thing. It's like, it's. I'm, I'm glad that this show has some of those ideas in mind. Hopefully many, many more of them. Yeah. Because you're right. It's exactly what I wanted from having three spider people in No Way Home. Yeah, that I don't feel like they yeah. did nearly enough with if you're going to yeah. make that big swing. So. Uh-huh. Now, one thing that isn't clear, and I don't think it becomes clear, uh, at least in this episode, is... Whether Gwen Stacy has a spider sense, do Ooh, we yeah. even know? Do we even know if Miles has it? I don't remember. Yes, yes, he, he does. does. Because okay. uh, because in our theme song, <laughs> he's talking about a spider sense. That voice clip is from this show. Okay, yeah. duh, that makes he, sense. I don't think we see him use it very often, but then again, we also don't see him as Spider Man yeah, like, ever yeah. in this show. So you know, but at least in his initial appearances, he did definitely use spider sense. Okay, yeah. Awesome. What we don't know is if Gwen has it. And the reason I, the only reason I bring this up is because I, I love the idea that into the spider verse kind of has, or establishes that like different people with spider sense can sort of sense each other. And I want to believe that the part of the reason Gwen was willing to just jump out the window and just do it was because there was her spider sense, let her know that like they were not going to be able to succeed without all three of them doing it. It was sort of like a collective, not, not like hive mentality, but like a collective sort of sense of the situation. And I, I want that to be the case. I want that to be the, the way that, uh, spider folks are able to pull off the cool things they do. No way home claims that that's what they're doing, but they don't actually do that with no. the whole follow the tingle thing. Yeah. So, no. but I, I like that idea. I want it to be true. Yeah. I also like, I, I guess it's not, it's not really, it's probably not clear at all until the very end of the episode when you start seeing like other people with spider powers. But like the fact that Gwen has organic web shooters and Peter oh, and Miles don't. If, Oh, I, I was wondering that, for the whole episode, not yeah. whether it was organic or not, but just like, wait, so if stealth spider is using webbing and if Gwen is using webbing, my thought process was like, okay, so did they make their own web shooters? Is this something that they right. knew to do? Is that what Gwen's experiment was? Yeah. Or is this going to be something that plays into the spider Island of it all? Cause and it's if not you clear. don't know anything about spider Island. Yeah. You're probably only assuming that they're using, uh, you know, web shooters. Uh, web shooters. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, cause it's it's not they they don't mention it at mm-hmm. all throughout this entire thing. Nope. It really, I think, you would only assume that at the very end when you start seeing you know other people just randomly shooting webbing that obviously didn't yeah. <laughs> create web shooters. So, mm-hmm. but I do find that I think it's an interesting wrinkle that like that's kind of a one up that like when kind of yeah. it's going to have on them by by not having to deal with that extra te- bit of technology. Yeah, I actually think it's really the right choice for them not to address it at all. To just be I like, so too. no one asks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no one asks. I mean, no one has the time yeah. to ask questions. Yeah, it's already there's already enough going on. There's just the question of Gwen 
having spider powers is such yeah. a new thing that like there's already too many questions there. Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, they they start to kind of get into it within the narrative, right? Like the characters start to try to figure it out now that Stealth Spider is out of their hair for the time being. They all kind of regroup at Oz Academy and Harry is like, "What?" the hell i don't care if you saved my life what are you doing here who is that guy gwen you have spider powers too like does everybody i know have spider powers and no one's telling like what the fuck worst nightmare that's just like everybody is spider-man around him (laughs) yeah and it is i mean they were classmates like they were friends they worked down the hall from each other you know what i mean so this is it's he doesn't know that his best friend is Spider-Man, but now he knows that one of his friends is a spider person. Like, so it's like right. getting worse and worse. We're like, my best friend works with Spider-Man. Oh, now one of my friends is a spider person. Like this is it's just yeah. like, yeah, Harry's worst nightmare for sure. <laughs> and he even like, he, he starts to get really like fired up about this and he starts like taking it out on, the the spider men basically saying like this is the spider army like all of you are part of it clearly you're part of it gwen which actually wouldn't have been like a bad shout because she is raymond warren's yeah. niece like i think it totally it totally makes <laughs> sense yeah you know yeah but, i love uh, gwen's gwen's rebuttal to it, <laughs> like, it just because good. just because someone has spider powers doesn't mean they're part of a spider army that's probably the weirdest thing i've ever said <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's also not a good argument, and I'm glad she recognizes no. it because she gives a very compelling argument after the fact. Yeah. <laughs> but I do love that response. That's probably the weirdest thing I've ever said. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's true. That's it pretty weird. It's, it's true. It's very weird. <laughs> That's like words to live by, I guess. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think she did like shout air cushion a number of times in one episode. So, you know, <laughs> it's not like you never say weird things, Gwen Stacy. It's fair. That's fair. I mean, yeah. Anytime she's at a computer, I don't know what the hell she's talking oh about. My God. So. Talk about Technobabble. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to how how deeply <laughs> her character relies on Technobabble. Oh, my God. This arc very much establishes. It, very or, funny. Or, you know. Very funny that Gwen's like first, first outing is a spider person. Like the majority of it is spent typing at a computer uh-huh. yelling techno babble. Yep. I don't know if I love that, but we'll get to it. I don't love it, but we'll talk about why I think more specifically when we get to some of it. Yeah. So, Cause yeah. I, I, I don't love it, but I, I don't inherently hate it. I just don't love how they're, how they're handling it. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the compelling argument she makes to Harry that he actually kind of listens to is that, you need to stop taking this out on the Spider-Men. They are simply trying to help. And I know this, Harry Osborne, because I was literally with you the moment that Spider-Man had to decide whether or not to save you or your dad. If he could have done both, he would have done both. We were both there. We both saw it. We both know this. Cut it the fuck out. She also says, I get that you're hurting because you lost your dad. I lost my uncle in the same explosion, Harry. Like, just because you lost somebody doesn't mean you can be a dick to everybody. Look, I'm not being a dick to everybody. (laughs) You know? It's like tough love, but she's making good points. And then she also says, that school was one like a major school in the area and it was just blown up like you're like you've lost a lot but you're not the only one who's lost things like we need to try to tackle this in a way that makes sense everybody present or connected to that school and that explosion was affected in some way harry basically just saying like you're being short-sighted and you need to like snap out of it buddy (laughs) yeah she does a good job 
Yeah, I mean, I, I like it. I mean, it's it's nice to have her as kind of the voice of reason because yeah, the fact that she was literally there, so like yeah. it's kind of undeniable. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If I you're like gonna that. have her be the mechanic that frequently like moves things forward or makes change, like I'd prefer this than just like I can do anything with a computer. Right, right, right. And you know, she like you know the fact that she does have a uh, emotional connection to all of it through her uncle, I think, is also yeah. very important. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. All that aspect has all been very well crafted. So it, it works because at the end of the day, it, it, like all of all of this is to kind of get all four of these people to be working like together, essentially. And I don't think it would have made sense if you didn't have Gwen making like very valid arguments yep. to be able to sway Harry into like begrudgingly, but still willingly working with a bunch of spider people. Yeah, yeah. And I compared it to the way they've kind of used her as a deus ex machina, but that really wasn't fair because this stuff was like you said, very well crafted and built yeah. over time. Mm-hmm. So it's not really just like a quick fix. Yeah. Yeah. She's using all of like the sort of relationships and stuff that, that in connections that's already yeah. been built up, you know? So at this last point, this point that everyone present or connected to the school was affected, Peter has an idea or, or it sparks a theory and he's like, Oh my gosh, wait, you're right. And again, it is worth noting this is Peter, but it is still Spider-Man. Like he's still suited up. It's just there's a lot of characters. So I think I think even though we typically make the distinction between Peter is civilian, Spider-Man is suited up, Miles is now here. So I think it just makes sense to refer to them as Peter and Miles. Yeah. It's going to get confusing very quickly. Right. So at right. this point Peter, who is suited up, shares a theory. He says, perhaps everyone present was affected when Warren's spider experiment exploded. Do you think, Gwen Stacy, that you might have gotten spider powers when that experiment exploded because you were very close to it? Like, you were right there in the thick of it. And she's like, that could make sense. I hadn't thought of that that way. And Harry's like, but I didn't get spider powers. If that were the case, why wouldn't I have gotten spider powers? And when I tell you, Derek, this had not crossed my mind. Uh And then blew it. <laughs> like, I yeah. just, I was like, holy shit. Peter's like, well, you were wearing the mask. I thought of the mask. We talked about the mask. Mm-hmm. I thought of reasons why the mask would be important. Never did it cross my mind that the mask was going to make Harry specifically not a part of the Spider Island phenomenon. Like, yeah. that just wasn't a thing I was thinking about. I was thinking about it purely from the perspective of, oh, this explosion is probably going to turn Norman Osborn into a goblin, and it's yeah. not going to affect Harry because he's wearing a mask. Right. I, I, yeah, I, I agree. It was, I think that's very cool, especially because, like, when you watch the episode before this, if you aren't giving the show enough credit, it almost feels like kind of weird and clunky that like, and we weren't really giving it that much credit. Cause no, it was a that, that, wildly that's, messy episode. <laughs> yeah. Like, but, but that, that, that the fact that Spider-Man is very much like, wow, Harry, you have a new mask that must prevent you prevent it from the vapors from your sword affecting you or whatever. It's just sort of like, thanks for the exposition, buddy. I didn't really need that, but all right, cool. I guess they explained it. But like, they are making it very clear so that you notice and remember, like, this is why Harry has a mask. Notice that he has a mask on. It is actually going to be pretty vitally important to the next episode. And I think yeah. that that's a very that's very smart, honestly. I, I like that a lot. Yeah. When I say that this show is in conversation with Spectacular, I don't mean it's necessarily of the same quality, but it does the same. It tries the same strategies and it frequently succeeds. Right. Like that's just building towards things that they want to accomplish later And I think we knew, I mean, you certainly did. And I was primed to like, know that spectacular Spider-Man was doing those things and doing them well. And this show, like 
I'm just constantly impressed. <laughs> like, I'm just mm-hmm. like, holy shit. I wasn't thinking that. Like, you already explained it, and I thought that was the end of the story, you know? Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's not the end of the story. The show does it's, – it's getting better at it is probably what I should say. Yeah, yeah. It is. I don't know that it's been consistent from beginning to end. We split this into two halves, and the second half is so different than the first half that I have to remember the first half is still part of this season. Yeah, I, yeah. But it has, as of late, been better about finding little elements that, like – you don't realize it's important until it becomes important later. And they, yeah. they pretty carefully established it, you know, in one way or another, so they could deploy it later. Yeah. Like that, that is a, that is a trick of storytelling that is often hard to pull off if you're not good at it, you know? Yeah. So it's nice. I, it requires a big, a bigger vision mm-hmm. than making one episode at a time. And I know these are arcs, but you know, we saw in the last arc we watched that they can't like an arc can be just as separate as anything else. Right. You yeah. know? Mm hmm. I loved this moment. I love that. It shouldn't have really been a reveal because I should have been paying attention, but it still was for me. So it was exciting, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck, that's right. Yeah. You know, it plays into the next arc, you know? So mm-hmm. that was really cool. And then, of course, Harry's like, yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. And then he asks about the stealth spider and Peter's like, I, you know, I really don't know about that guy. We have no information. And that's true. We even as an audience still don't know anything about who this is because yeah. we see Harry right there. We see Gwen right there. And those were our only real suspects other than ones that we as an audience could make up in our minds. Like yeah. there are no suspects within the universe that right. any of these characters are thinking about. Mm-hmm. So Spider-Man Peter is like, I don't know anything, but honestly, Harry Osborne, you could really help us out and try to figure some of this out if you're willing to like give us a chance. And Harry now having listened to Gwen and kind of talked a little bit of this out is like, you know what? Fine. And he then even says like, but I'm keeping the mask on because you could be contagious, <laughs> which I think is very funny because in the spider Island comics, like I think, I think it's J Jonah Jameson is like terrified of like catching whatever the like spider <laughs> Island disease is or whatever he views mm-hmm. as a disease. And we don't have J Jonah Jameson in here. So like a couple characters have kind of slotted into that role. Yeah. And this is very much like that moment <laughs> in the comics <laughs> is like, I don't want to catch it. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so Harry's gonna help them track uh, Stealth Spider. We said that already, right? That they're mm-hmm. going. De- okay, yeah. yeah. So Harry's gonna help. So uh, since Miles kind of zapped the Stealth Spider during the battle, and that means that Peter's tracer also got zapped. Harry uh, uses a small shred of the Stealth Suit to track them. Uh, he tells the new Spider Trio that the Stealth Spider is at Liberty Island. And that old stealthy stole a number of toxic dioxins, which Miles <laughs> is, uh, says, uh, which, which Miles like kind of, uh, this, this is when they, this is when they explain what the micromitomizer is basically. Oh my gosh. And, and like you said, it's a vaporizer is all it is. Basically it's, it's nothing special. It is literally like, he's just trying to make a bomb. That's going to turn the toxins airborne. Like that's all it is. Yeah. This toxic is all, all it is. Dioxins literally equals poisons. They call it poisons. Miles is like, Oh my God, those are poisons. Yeah. And then micro minimizers literally vape. They're going to, they're, it's just a humidifier that they're putting poison into. Yeah. That's all much. it is. A big, humidi- <laughs> a big humidifier. Yeah. It's going to like affect the city, yeah. you know? But yeah, it's which is a fine plan. We've seen yeah. it before. It's a very lizard like plan. You know, they just use a lot of words to say very simple <laughs> things to each other. Yeah, it's like yeah. I know y'all are all scientists, but like, do, do you need that many syllables in mm-hmm. your sentences? I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> this really detracts from my point that they're getting better at the science talk. But yeah, I do think it's. I'm just picking. I do think they are better at it. I also think simultaneously the micro minimizer and toxic dioxin thing is like. 
slipping back into their old habits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do like you said though, I like the cat and mouse of it all. I like that this stealth spider went to horizon to get something, went to Oz Academy to get something. I wish there was a third point, but there's not any room in the episode. So it's fine. Um, I like that piece of it that they're sort of like jumping around following this, this sort right. of cat burglar like character. Yeah. I, I dig it. I dig it. So as the, uh, the three are talking, um, this is a funny little bit. Cause so Spider-Man obviously is talking to P- uh, talking to Harry on the phone as Spider-Man because they're working together. Harry calls again, Peter answers as Spider-Man, but he, Harry is actually calling Peter and Peter's like, Oh shit, wrong phone. This is, he's calling Peter, <laughs> not he's calling Peter, not Spider-Man. So then he has to quickly change. And uh, I like that, like Robbie Damon, like his yes. voice goes up an octave, and I never really noticed yeah. that he like changed his voice for Spider Man, but like his Spider Man voice is it's not it's like subtle, like it's not super extreme, but his voice for Spider Man is a little bit lower than his voice for Peter. Yeah, I loved this moment because it really highlighted exactly what we were talking about, which is a thing I wasn't clocking. Like, no, I never noticed that. If you had asked me, I probably would have been like, maybe, but I really don't know. And I think the reason it's subtle is because. Because it, I think for for this version, it is a little bit deeper. But I think it's, I don't think it's necessarily that he's specifically trying to talk in a deeper way. As much mm-hmm. as when he's Spider Man, he delivers like usually a more serious performance yeah. and a yeah. slower performance. Like Peter is usually very excited or excitable, uh, and I think just the distinction of the tone automatically like heightens or deepens his voice. Uh, so it it. I th- it's really it's really really impressive and he does such a great job and it just never hit me until this moment just how distinct his two voices were like yeah it makes me want to go back and listen to see if like Najee Jeter is doing anything similar it's hard because we don't see as much of Miles no. but I- I'm very curious to know if he's doing something subtle like that too yeah yeah i like it or at the ve- yeah at the very least like they're more confident performances mm-hmm. and when you hear it back to back it's very it's yeah it's it's still it's still distinct you yeah know? um yeah, yeah oh, i like so that good it's a good yeah it's a great moment it um, was really like a it was a very christopher reeves but like superman clark kent moment for me like sure. that's one of the things i love about those movies so much is it's so impressive yeah how he as an actor can just like switch between the two even though he's just like the same guy and he's right. not like compromising either version of the character that's right. what this felt like in a in a in a single moment where i was like holy shit like you're still the same exact person mm-hmm. but it's like a totally different character at the same time it's wild it's yeah. i just i admire it so much uh voice actors are good at their jobs uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> they sure are we get that with laura bailey a lot in these in this arc too which yeah. you know I think they should be paid more. They um, sure should. <laughs> but but yeah, so Peter, you know, Peter covers for it as well as he can. But the reason that Harry is calling Peter is that like he's basically kind of like, "Hey, I'm going a lot, lots going on right now, but it's made me realize that maybe I kind of overreacted to your oh. involvement with Spider-Man, and I've been taking out all of my recent pain and frustration on my friend Peter." Uh and you know, he he's basically like Spidey doesn't seem like he's an enemy, right? So I think I should be rethinking how I'm approaching all these things. So I would like us to go back to being friends again, which is very nice. It's so nice. It's it's really nice. It highlights what I think you and I really appreciate about their friendship, which is that they it's messy, but they're very good at trying, you know, 
and they care about each other a lot. Yeah. (laughs) And I think what's especially cool about it for me is I really was not expecting this push and pull after. Yeah. After Harry realized what was going on. I mean, I appreciate it and also kind of don't appreciate it because this show is really like digging and then turning the knife like over and over. Yeah. But it hasn't hit a point yet where I'm like tired of it. It it still feels like it feels like it's all making sense. I think maybe because this moment feels different than some of the stuff they are doing where you can kind of track why he is reaching back out to Peter, especially after Peter has been consistently reaching out to him. I think that they're getting close, so we'll see how much more of the push and pull I can t- I can handle. Yeah, but I appreciate a little bit of it. It was it's more than I expected. Yeah, that's I I like this here, and I think this is good, and I think it's very it's very organic too. Like this this makes sense for Harry to be in this headspace. I do worry about it start becoming a thing that almost feels like repetitive in a really like hurtful way where it is just so back and forth. Harry forgives Peter. Then something else bad happens and Harry's mad at him again. And then Harry forgives Peter and then something else bad happens. and He's mad at him again. And it's like, cause that can be a thing where if they try to do it too often, then it's just going to be like, well, fuck off. Like this is now it's just annoying. This can't be their dynamic. Like this can't be the relationship they have for too long. Like you can't be afraid to, to really fully break this. Like it can't just be fractured forever you know or at least it wouldn't be rewarding that way and i think they very quickly approach what would be the next step by the end of this episode so i'm very curious to see how this season closes out if not this arc because uh if harry continues to be a part of every episode like i'm gonna need them to 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 break it like i'm gonna need them to fully break it (laughs) or fully repair it i mean i don't know but i think it's gonna break but but yeah 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 at a certain point it's just like make up your damn minds kind of thing but we'll see you know we've still got a a a, a good handful episodes left so it's compelling if nothing else Mm -hmm. yeah for sure so after their call and it's it's funny because Spider Gwen doesn't know that Miles and Peter are the Spider Men, so Peter actually kind of has to swing out of the way to have this phone call with Harry because he's talking as Peter and, and and conversing with Harry as Peter. So he has to come back and like lie and say like, "Oh yeah, it was Harry," but he was just telling us to like be careful, <laughs> like, uh, which Peter I thought lies was like so much, dude. He, he really does. He just doesn't need to. I know we've talked yeah. about that, but he just lies too much, yes. too much, and it keeps biting him in the ass. He's yeah. got to learn this lesson. I I would not be mad if this season ends with him learning that lesson and moving forward, because it's, I understand that like he's telling lies that make sense from his perspective uh, or like, as he's seeing things based on his characterization and stuff, but like Mm kind of like the Harry thing, like I really would like Peter to learn this lesson eventually, (laughs) or at least be working on it or be made aware of it in like a really confrontational way by somebody that it is hurting like Mm. Harry. (laughs) That's one of the things that I liked about Spectacular was that there was this this goal to always have Peter be learning from his experiences. Right. Let's have this Peter do that too. Yeah, please, for the love of God. Oh. <laughs> anyway, he so he he does he lies again, but he does it so that Gwen doesn't know that that he and Miles are Spider Men, and so Gwen asks, "Wait a second, uh, how are we supposed to actually get to the Statue of Liberty because it's it's on an island?" And Peter and Miles are just like, "Don't worry, we got this." And they just like grab either one of her arms and like flap out their little spider wings and just glide her over. It's like a very funny image because it's 
it it's very reminiscent of like spider woman flying maybe gliding <laughs> kind of is yeah. you know gliding maybe flying who knows <laughs> yeah i don't think i like spider-man with web wings gliding in general i think oh really personally. oh this is interesting i don't mind spider woman because i think it makes her distinct uh-huh i don't know i think because i think it's i mean it's very surface but like i think spider-man web swinging is such a cool thing that anything you do to make him do something other than web swinging to get somewhere, I think just it does a disservice like to everybody yeah. in the world. Like it's just I just don't I just don't need that from him. You know, huh. and I, I don't know, this and I don't think it's cool. And and for me, it's like the coolness of it. Like I don't I don't find it like super cool necessarily. Maybe when other superheroes would do it, but I don't know. There's something about Spider Man web gliding. Like is it like oh that's so fucking cool in a way that would like justify it either. So it just ends up feeling like. I don't know. It feels like an unnecessary kind of like extra. I know it's not an actual superpower, but it feels like an unnecessary superpower for Hmm. him to have for Hmm. me, for me personally. I know like many iterations do it. So like it is what it is. I have to just accept that it exists. I've just, I don't know if I'm ever going to be a fan of it. No, I like this conversation because I never would have guessed this because if I had to have guessed, I would have, I would have guessed that you were a fan of, of Spider-Man web wings. This is interesting. I love them as a stylistic choice. Like I love them as part of the suit. Yeah. I don't mind. I I don't mind the underarm webbing period, but I don't, I just don't like when they have a functionality. (laughs) I I think, I think the best version of it I've seen. And, and I feel like you probably would disagree with this based on what you've just seen, what, what you just said. I actually like the way that it works in the MCU movies because it doesn't feel like he's flying like uh necessarily i think if they can really like minimize if if it doesn't get to like spider woman levels where like she literally flies like let's just be real she flies as long as he's just like if he were just using it to like descend slower or something i don't think i would mind it yeah Um, i I guess i could take or leave the functionality of it but i do want them there as part of the suit. I think they look fucking rad. Yeah. No, I, I like the, I like, I, I like, I like the web wings as, as a suit design thing. I don't, I don't think I mind it as much as the MCU because it's like, because it's very limited kind of, you know, I, when, when it, when they are literally gliding across the city, that's a little much for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't love that. And I think it actually in cartoons, it frequently just looks bad to be, yeah, to be quite honest. Silly. I think it looks, it looks very bad. It looks cheap. It looks like they yeah. just didn't want to animate the web swinging and it's easier to just have the, you know, have the, uh, have just just slide the cell over like there you go especially you know? <laughs> because a lot of cartoons and even the movies really are never concerned with whether or not they have something to swing on so like sure. i know the idea here is like gwen is like well how are we supposed to get there by web slinging there's a bunch of water between that and us that's what he slingshot they could have done so, a big two spider okay. person slingshot so i fully thought that's what they were going to do because the two uh-huh. of them were like oh we have a solution for this yeah. and in like two episodes ago or something they literally were just like slingshotting around i think uh spider i think peter introduced miles to the slingshot right so i fully thought this was going to be like a follow-up to that and they were going to slingshot her and i was so excited and then when they did this i was like eh. <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's very goofy I'm yeah it didn't look fan. great there are a couple moments at the at the end of this episode i think throughout this episode but especially at the end of this episode uh where they really just like they I, probably for for you know budgetary reasons because I don't think the show is very expensive. No. Um, they really phone in some of the the action, which only sometimes because there is some yeah. very very cool action, especially next week. So I'm not not yeah. saying the show can't do it, uh, but like the gliding and the launching 
they don't they don't try. They just yeah. they slide they slide their models across the screen. <laughs> yeah, this show definitely picks and chooses what it wants to yeah. uh, actually allocate like more time. To, yeah. Which you know, again, I yeah, I agree with you. I think this is a bizarrely low budget show considering it's a Disney Spider Man show. You think yeah. that they could have all the money in the world, but it's I, yeah, I think it's very cheap. So I, I understand allocating the stuff that they allocate it to in, in the fight at the end of this episode. I think they choose a lot of the right stuff. Yeah. So I know you also call out like they didn't want to animate them swinging, but like right before this, they did have them swinging and it also looked bad. <laughs> That's true. Oh yeah. Like when so the three could, of them are swinging through yeah. the city and it it's literally should just be, like the background moving. <laughs> it should be such a cool shot too, to see three spider people together. And it's just like, they're just kind of just like hovering there and it's like, yeah. no man, come on. There's so many cool things, but again, let's have them parkour across some rooftops. I'd rather that than, you know, shitty swinging, but the whole point is that they're not trying to animate them. So yeah, I, yeah, it's just, that's not a thing. I don't, I don't blame the actual animators for that. Oh, for sure. They clearly, because when they, they, like I said, could afford to do it. Like if they, if they were given the time and the resources to do it, I'm sure the animators would prefer to. Cause yeah. Cause like I said, when they do cool stuff and do cool fighting moves, it looks really fucking cool. And you know, so they can, so yeah so it's 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 just a bummer but yeah so anyway all of that from the web wings (laughs) so uh as they're gliding over or flying over or whatever peter again still spider-man asks gwen if she thinks she's ready for what they're about to get into and she cites peter to peter because she doesn't know spider-man is peter she says my friend has a saying uh that that is you know giving me giving me confidence which is with great power comes great responsibility which i think is nice yeah i think it's really cool. i like that moment i like it. i think it's cool to have peter be affirmed like that mm-hmm. uh since she doesn't know that she's just telling him like she might not say that to peter because it, she got it from peter but like to have it said back to him means that like that phrase clearly like landed with her yeah which i think is cool i like that a lot too Especially because yeah. that's from like the first episode, or maybe even like the origins shorts. I don't remember when he tells her about that. Uh, well, she doesn't show up till like three episodes in, so prob- well, pr- probably her, her first, first episode, probably. Yeah, yeah, I like I like that too. Mm-hmm. So they arrive at the Statue of Liberty. They discover that the stealth spider has a whole setup on the torch of the Statue of Liberty. Wow, No Way Home really ripped this show off, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of weird parallels actually here. Isn't it? Yeah, so the uh, the trio split up. Miles uh, begins working on deactivating the stealth spider's equipment, so he's typing all the way. Peter and Gwen take on stealthy, uh, good old fisticuffs with him. So mm-hmm. when Peter and the stealth spider start to really beat the shit out of each other, and they do, and they really do, and it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. No, I, the the fight. And this is great. Is this, yeah. um, I don't remember when it happened. Yes. No, no, I guess. No, I know it's exactly l- what you're going to ask. And yes. Oh, no, I don't. Because it's oh. it's actually after this. So, isn't this where he, isn't this where Peter starts using the little web clubs? Or is this when ooh, Stealth Spider uses a web club? That wasn't even they what both I was going to say. It. But yeah, that's cool. That's, that's, that is, a that is, it is cool. Yeah. Actually, you know what? No, I'm wrong. Next week is when Peter uses his own web uh, maces or whatever. But oh, in right, this right, right, fight right. is where Stealth Spider uses their webbing as like a club. They like quickly shoot out web and then like grab it and i don't know how this all works it doesn't need to make any sense uses it and like hits peter with it it's really cool yeah this show is getting really cool with their webbing stuff i had complaints early on Mm -hmm. that i was like this show does not seem to want to be very creative with the webbing yeah they usually just like you know peter just like just just poses a bunch of web on something and calls it a day (laughs) but it's getting very cool like they're doing cool shit 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like it. I mean, th- this whole this whole fight is really cool. The one I was going to call out was is Miles zapping Peter by accident, but that's, oh, that's no. when Miles <laughs> goes back into the fray. Which I but 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 like the the sequence of events like during the fight that makes Miles accidentally zap Peter with his venom blast is like very well choreographed and everything. So like it's all yeah, very oh, for sure. It's all very cool. Um, but anyway, but before that happens, Gwen pops in to check on Miles, uh, who says one of Gwen's favorite phrases. Multiple oh layers of encryption, and she's just like, "Oh yeah, my time to shine." Yep. I love this. He says, "We've only got forty-five seconds." <laughs> yeah, that should leave me ten seconds for a curtain call. Good. Why? Very, very good. It's a good line, but like, why didn't Gwen? Why wasn't Gwen there in the first place? Everybody knows yes. that Gwen is the person who can type in a so, computer and do anything. It makes no sense. So this is what I was referencing earlier, where I was like, I don't have a problem with Gwen being like the hacker of the group. But the problem I do have is that they still cannot seem to figure out whose role is what. Because they've also used Miles in this spot, where Miles is like quick to jump onto a computer or a device or something. And Mm -hmm. I really, I understand that they all are geniuses going to genius school. But like, it really would benefit the show to give them specialties. Give them each their thing or two so that when they are all here, it's very clear who is supposed to be jumping and when, or when one of them is missing, that can be an obstacle that the other ones have to figure out, right? Oh shit, Gwen isn't here. Who, like, we got to figure this computer thing out. Or Gwen is here, throw her on the computer. Like, I just, I think this highlights the thing that we've talked about before, which is they, they're just, it's just scientists doing science yeah and i don't like it i i do think for this the sort of functional reason that they structure it like they do is i think that they recognize that they do want gwen to be able to do some like a a a significant amount of fighting in the final battle and if she is on the computer the whole time then obviously she's not and i think that's why they put miles on the computer first uh, so then she could fight for a little bit, but then the true hacker Gwen can come and like save the right. day later. And this is why um, I, I don't get, hate I, it sort of like inherently. Yeah. It like makes sense for what they're trying to accomplish, but then I think they need to... It doesn't to, make sense in universe, though. I, I think, think they, they need to make problem. Miles' reaction to the device different to really highlight the fact like, oh shit, this isn't my thing. Shoot. Yeah. I shouldn't... Like, Gwen, tap in. This is not my, my shit. And yeah. I know they get to that point, but... I just worry because I feel like they've kind of done a little bit of this overlapping before, especially because like if Miles jumps on a device, I'm not trained to think he can't do it. I'm actually trained to think he can. Yeah. But it it is a good point. That is a good thing to call out that like her first episode, she should get, she should get some good, good fight action. And she does like, it's funny because we just sort of like talked about how their animation budget for some of the action isn't good. Clarification, their combat action is very good. Yeah. It's like their other action that is not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, when they have spider people jumping around and and like actually landing punches yeah. and doing parkour over other characters, like then it always looks great. Like I think that yeah, that that's where they put all their time and effort into. Yeah, which honestly, I guess if you have to choose, I'd rather that than like oh yeah, just sure for sure, stuff. absolutely, absolutely. I just wish yeah. we could get both. Yep, yep. I'm yep. spoiled and greedy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Miles joins Peter while Gwen tackles the multiple layers of encryption. Uh, and together, the Spider-Men return to double-teaming the Stealth Spider. So during their team-up, Miles accidentally zaps Peter with his Venom Blast. This is what you were talking about. Um, I don't know if you had more to say about like how no. they set that up. but I just thought it was just... It's like, good choreo. Cool, yeah. <laughs> so he accidentally zaps Peter, which I thought was going to be a bigger deal. 
Um, no. I guess it doesn't matter because yeah. Peter's a superhuman. So I guess it's, it's not... just like a, it, it is yeah. a cool detail and a cool wrinkle in having multiple spider people with sort of like slightly different powers. Yeah. Right. Like that's a thing that they haven't they haven't really dealt with that. Like, you mm-hmm. know, the sort of the more perilous nature of like a spider person that can shoot electric blasts and yeah. one who can't, you know, so they're not necessarily always going to yeah. be the same wavelength. For sure. Yeah. No, I like that moment, too. I hope that it indicates that they'll you know, play a little bit more with Miles powers in the future. God, I hope so. I hope so. I want to play more with Miles, period. You know, please let, please let him onto the playground more. (laughs) He doesn't get to go very frequently. Oh boy. Anywho. So that, yeah, that's a fun moment. They do ultimately gain a rhythm and an upper hand on, on uh, stealth spider. And Gwen does crack the encryption with only seconds to spare, not 10 seconds. It's like two seconds, if that, um, and she rejoins the Spider-Man and delivers a final acrobatic blow on the stealth spider, seemingly knocking out the stealth spider. It's a very cool moment, too. Like I said, she has her own distinct choreography. Miles and Peter fight very similarly, uh, but Gwen is more acrobatic, uh, kind of in line with the Gwen Stacy that inspires this character, being a ballerina um, yeah. and an acrobat. So. Yeah, yeah. Or gymnast. Uh, maybe she's just a dancer. I don't remember if she's anything other than that. I know she's uh, very much inspired by ballet. Yeah, you know that more than I do. But yeah, that, that final blow is so fucking cool looking. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> uh, you know what I hate, though? I hate the the long string of like puns and quips like related to Miss Muffet. And like, and I think... <laughs> Who, cause, I thought that was funny. I thought I, I, I thought I don't know. I thought it was I, at first. I thought it was funny when Peter was like something and something. Miss Muffet and Miles is like, what? What are you talking about? And then Peter has to explain like, oh, we met a spider. He sat down beside her or whatever. Like referring to Gwen being Ghost Spider yeah. or, or Spider Gwen. Like I got that, but then. And then I think Miles is just like, yeah, we're making nursery rhymes cool again. Okay, fair. I'm like, yeah. Wait, they took no. it like one beat too far. I, I, okay, joke, I'm with you on I that. Thought, I thought the joke was that it was like bad and too much of a thinker. Yeah. Like, and now you're being like, yeah, like, no, you didn't make nursery rhymes cool. What are you talking yeah. about? No, that's the whole point. Yeah. No, <laughs> that, I agree with that, you. Cut it off. That was when it was sort of like, oh, wait, you thought that that was good and that was a, you were patting yourselves on the back for that? No, never mind. I don't like that. <laughs> Yeah, I liked it up to that point. I'm I'm with you for sure. Mm-hmm. Cuz I thought the Miss Muffet thing was really funny cuz it is an odd reference for Peter to even make, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was but. not elegantly delivered or nope. anything. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. So the trio webbed the stealth spider down and they basically are like, "All right, let's see who you are. We're going to unmask you." Uh, which is a very funny thing for spider people to do to another spider person. Uh, <laughs> but I guess they're a bad guy, so it's totally fine. Right. They they don't actually do it, though. They can't actually unmask uh, Stealth Spider because before they can get to him, the Stealth Spider mutates into a sort of man-spider-like-ish creature. It's uh-huh. not really man-spider, but that's no. the best comparison we can make. It's where definitely it's like more spider than man. <laughs> yeah. It's not as cool looking as man spider. No, it's, for it's sure. It's a lot more simplistically designed yeah. and literally just like a big generic spider. Basically. Yeah. I don't, I don't love the spider creature design a lot. It's not bad. It's fine, but it's just like a little it's bit fine. too basic. I feel like it's just very fine. It you know? feels in line with, we talked about this when we talked about the rhinos. Yeah. Like it feels very in line with like, we're going to do sort of simple designs that are a little bit rounder than you know, you and I probably want them to be. Although yeah. sometimes that benefits when you have something like lizard. Right. Um, but it doesn't work for everything. And no. I think for a, a more spider than man type of creature, like I want it to be grotesque. 
Yeah. 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 I mean, right. Yeah. 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 Tell me you're going to have an island full of spider monsters or whatever. Like I'm expecting a little more than this, but okay. I'm not as excited now. <laughs> Though I will say the fact that it isn't that grotesque, I guess it kind of works for the way that the characters reacts because the characters react because I understand that these three teenagers have like seen a lot over the past year, but I feel like they do not they are not freaked out enough by what they just witnessed. Like, they're just sort of like, ew, that's weird. And then like, keep going. And it's like, no, this is pretty fucked up what you're seeing right now. And very unexpected. And you really just truly do not seem to react to it. And then even after the end, at the end of the episode, it's just sort of like, well, that was a fun adventure. And I'm like, you just, you saw a guy like mutate into a spider monster and then like destroy a helicopter or whatever. Like this, this, you should be a little bit more horrified by what you just witnessed. I agree that they should be more horrified. I also don't think I'm surprised that they're not because they were like literally punching living beings into goo like last week that's true this show doesn't really (laughs) so they should care more but unfortunately i think maybe they're desensitized and i guess yeah i guess the show has a track record for just not really selling the horror aspect of it it's just character just like no this is the weird world we live in i guess it's all they should have been more horrified last week for sure yeah i just like it just felt like because i think you know the transformation sequences is so out of nowhere you know yeah like it just happens and so i it it felt like it should have been a good a, a moment yeah. And it doesn't feel like it was a moment, you know? Yeah. And I think anytime uh, in any medium, whatever it is, whether it's comics, whether it's TV, whether it's a movie or whatever, if you're going to have a person turn into a spider, like sell it, like everyone around should be like, holy fuck, what just happened? Yeah. Even on a kid's show, you can pull it off. It's okay. Yeah. You don't have to make it like genuinely scary. You just need no. the characters to sell that they're weirded out. Yeah, if you saw if you can be the biggest spider lover ever, and if you saw a person mutate into a giant spider right in I front of you, like it. your yeah, your instant reaction is going to be a little frightened. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you see any human turn into an animal type creature, like a lizard transformation, you should be weirded out by that. Like, right, watch, right. even watching like a werewolf transformation that isn't like magic, like. Yeah. The best werewolf transformations on screen are the ones that make you sort of squirm because you're like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. Any type of transformation is is like grotesque, right? Right. Like it's, yeah. For Sell sure. the body horror. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's weird. It's it's very funny how underplayed I feel like it is. <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the, the spider creature like attacks the hel- news helicopter like rips the tail of it off. Uh, so the spider, you know, all, all the spiders are, are able to rescue the people out of it. Like Peter builds a web trampoline while Gwen and miles throw the people out of it. But obviously like they're dealing with that. So the sort of mutated stealth man spider can dip out essentially. So yep. that, that spider monster escapes. And we never learn who that was. Nope. If you thought that mystery was going to be solved in this episode, you are sorely uh, out of luck. Yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. At this point, if you can remember, and again, I don't know how much you've watched. Have you watched more than just these first two parts? I have. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't. I couldn't, I couldn't stop myself. Okay. No, that's okay. Curious. I totally get it. I totally get it. Do you remember what your theory was as to who it was at this point? Yes. I know. I can do, you I tell do. me without giving away whether you were right or wrong? <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 I. Uh, so I. I really strongly at this point, I was very conflicted. Because I was sort of like, I feel like, I guess it's Norman, but I don't want it to be Norman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's what I was kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. It was because I feel like if it's if it's an adult man is what it seems to be, right? It right. seems to be that's what it is. The only two other people that would have been there would have been Norman or Jackal. So it could be either of those two. Yep. 
Um, and so, I mean, they're they're the, my two top two suspects. I think those are are the top yeah. two suspects. I think for that the those audience. are the top two suspects. And I think that I was leaning, I think I was leaning more towards Norman because I was like, well, you know, Stealth Spider is like Green Green Goblin. Maybe this is their weird way of doing it, but it just seems. But it, I kind of didn't want it to be that, and I was like, I wasn't like committed to that theory because sure. it just didn't make sense for it to be Jackal because Jackal has powers already so mm-hmm. like why would why would jackal be doing spidery stuff in a human form or something so yeah, yeah so norman's i guess like my number one suspect at this point from this episode but like not one that i'm fully committed to like it doesn't yep. seem right at the same I, time <laughs> i think i'm with you i think like at this point in this arc in this episode and and honestly for a while in this episode once we know it's not harry or gwen like, yeah, my first thought is like, well, it's got to be Norman, right? But I also don't necessarily want it to be Norman because I don't know. I know it would make sense with what what their what their theory is for the explosion. I don't know that I necessarily want Norman to have spider powers. Like something about right. it feels like wrong to me. It feels wrong. And it's also I like, wait, it, so does that mean wrong. that Norman figured out that Peter is Spider-Man? And if that's the case, like it sucks that that just kind of happened like mm-hmm. off screen and stuff. Yeah. Like it's, it, there's, there's a lot of things that feel unsatisfying yeah. about that. I want to so. be really surprised. I'll be okay if it's Norman because I will, I'm very curious to see how they tell it. But like, yeah, I, I would like it not to be primarily cause he's like my number one suspect. Sure. So. Sure. But we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. I do like that this arc has captured the mystery of a goblin story with Weirdly. a totally different character. <laughs> yeah. Like that to me is very exciting because you, I mean, you all witnessed in real time me experiencing another goblin story with Spectacular, which was done very well. But because there are so many, I was like having a hard time like seeing it the way that I needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the separation here of it not it might be a goblin story, but the fact that it's not being sold as a goblin story, like there's something about it that almost makes it feel very gobliny when it's explicitly at this point, not a gobliny story. Like, I don't know. There's yeah. something interesting about it. I think just the fact that Norman Osborn is a potential suspect. That, that, that doesn't goblin-y. hurt. <laughs> that doesn't yeah. hurt. <laughs> like they don't, I don't think they, they even mentioned that he's a potential suspect in this episode uh-huh. at all. Like, but it's still sort of like, yeah, but it's gotta be Norman. Right. Like that yeah. makes sense. So yeah, that, 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 yeah, that, mm-hmm. that just, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's an interesting, weird little mystery that they have here yeah. going on. It's a bit of a, it's a bit of a chameleon like story, right? You have like a mystery Spider-Man and you're not sure. Like the uh, it, oh, yeah. typically the public doesn't know what's going on, but we kind of know what's going on. Right, in this right. case, we're kind of like the public in a chameleon story where we're like, what the hell? Like, who is this other spider person? It's yeah. neat. I like that they've managed to capture that. I think it's right. a hard thing to do. So I, I, I'm applauding them at this point in this episode for, for having me so turned around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So later that night peter and miles not suited up now just their civilian selves <laughs> catch up with gwen and harry who f- fill them in on the events of that evening of course they know because they were there but harry and gwen do not know that they were present so they're getting the they're getting the full download peter says mm-hmm. he can't believe that gwen has spider powers because again she very truly is not hiding her identity even a little bit so <laughs> harry knows peter knows miles knows it's funny because Miles and Peter, from her perspective, weren't there, which means when they met up, she just told them. Or they yeah. were like, we saw you on the news. Like, either way, like... It's no, just- they they definitely didn't say that because they even acknowledged, like, Carrie even uh, acknowledges that. Like, Peter, did you watch it on the news or something like that? Like, I think they... like they 
Peter has oh, yeah, to sort of he's lie. trying to like tell about tell right. Pe- uh, Peter about the news story, basically, right? Right, and pe- like because Peter, cause, yeah, because Peter, no, I don't know what it is. Peter's like, yeah, well, the people on the news saw that like all the Spider people were saving the day, right? And Harry's like, did you like not watch the news? Oh, yeah, like yeah, it was yeah. just people. People saw Spider Gwen. <laughs> um, so it's either way. It's it, all that was to say. It is. It Peter apparently implied that he did not watch on the news. So yeah. that that makes me feel like it is implied that Gwen did just tell them that. that. <laughs> which is very fun like hey what's up guys by the way i've got spider powers now it's yeah. not a big deal or anything but you know honestly like i don't know like i i really appreciate miles stories because miles tends to be looser about keeping his identity a secret from people very very close to him mm-hmm. and i think that's a sort it's it's an understandable and necessary source of frustration for a lot of peter's stories but yeah. it was like refreshing to have miles be willing to tell people I don't know that I necessarily want spider people to be like public, but there is something almost once again, refreshing about the idea that like this version of Gwen Stacy is just like, why wouldn't I tell people? Yeah, <laughs> like, sure. There's something interesting about that. You have like a little bit of a spectrum that you can kind of fall on. I and I, that, I like yeah. that. She's just fully on one side of it. Like nowhere in the middle. She is just fully on the, like, uh, even, even quicker than like, movie iron man you know what i mean she's just like the moment she shows up she's like yo it's me gwen stacy right (laughs) right no i appreciate that and i think it's very smart for the story i think it's a great opportunity to do it considering this is spider island so of course the episode is going to end with a ton of people getting spider powers so it's like so uh, you know they they have opportunities like if they want to sort of pull back somehow with Gwen later on they certainly can right now it doesn't matter because it's like yeah of course she's spider gwen everyone is spider someone by the end of this so and what's (laughs) great about that is like they they established that like it's not just a fluke right that she is not keeping her identity a secret it's not a thing the show is just sort of like doing so that we know who she is like no she is publicly spider gwen they as a friend group run into a crowd of people excited to see gwen stacy because they all know that she is (laughs) spider gwen like they're chanting her name they already have signs made up she is signing autographs as spider gwen it's very it's like very very public and i think that's like you said, like it's perfect leading into spider Island because it once again creates a bit of mystery for us as viewers to be like, okay. So like if she gets her powers in a, in the same way or in a similar way, that in itself is a question to people who are getting them from the spider Island inciting event. Mm -hmm. Does she get to keep them? Presumably she does. So does she keep them? because she somehow keeps her spider island powers or does she lose them and gain them back you know what i mean like it's cool because she's totally public but you kind of assume she won't always be or if she's not like right like what how does it all play out it's it's a cool mystery it's a different kind of mystery than we just watched on this episode i'm just very impressed by this episode and how it sets things up i think it just does such a good job yeah in ways i didn't expect yeah, no, I agree. I I like this episode a lot, and I also appreciate like Miles in a very Miles way, like yes. reacts to Gwen's notoriety as being like, "Why do we have secret identities again?" I and Peter love doesn't. That. Peter doesn't give him an answer. He's just like, oh, "At least everything's okay." And it's just like, "Wait, no, that is a valid question, Peter." Like, I think Miles is asking you something very specific that you yeah. maybe should think about a little bit, yeah. given the situation here. You know, obviously they could think about it and come to a conclusion of like, no, yeah, we should have a secret identity, but they are being presented with proof right now that like, mm-hmm. maybe the secret identity thing is actually an unnecessary complication. And it's so, I love that interaction so much as like, 
a Miles Morales comics fan because like mm-hmm. I don't know the exact timeline, but I have to imagine that five years into Miles' run, he already was telling his you know the people closest to him because that's a thing Miles does. Yeah, for folks who aren't aware of that fact because the movie doesn't necessarily make it. I don't think the movie ever touches on that. He leaves that movie with his his family not knowing. Right. Um, but in the comics, it's like important to him that the people closest to him know that he is Spider-Man. And so I have to imagine that already happened in the comics. I love that this is the interaction because even if this show doesn't get into Miles' family, we've never seen them before. Um, I do like that <laughs> no, little... No, we've seen... Uh, we saw... Who did we see? Um. Oh, God. Was, was it, his, it his No, no, no. Was it, was a, it was a man, and I don't know if it was if it was his dad or, like, his grandfather or something. I think it was his dad. It was it was in uh, the one with the, the Spider Slayer, like, fight. I, uh, I, it might have been Miles' first episode, actually. Okay. Because uh, it was, like, the two Spider Slayers fighting each other, uh, like, the two Spice fighting each other, and it was, like on miles's block like in his own town and i think oh. it was his dad and he had to rescue his dad and everything that like oh yeah yeah was that like the yeah. mecca spider slayer the mecca, fight? The mecca spider slayer <laughs> That's, I, I couldn't think of the word yeah i forgot about that episode i'm gonna go back mm-hmm. and watch that because what a fun thing for this show to do yeah but yeah okay mm-hmm. good 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 call yeah. um but yeah i just love that moment because it is very very much like one of the defining differences between miles philosophy once he develops it separately from peter parker and peter parker such a small little interaction but like yeah like like you said you pick up on it you pick up on the fact that peter doesn't answer miles question and miles is asking a very valid question (laughs) Mm -hmm. and we've seen that peter is much more strict about like superhero rules uh we see that a lot next week and uh I, i just think it's 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 a good little moment yeah i like it i like it a lot there's like one, one more pretty big thing that happens at the end of this episode. Oh boy, was I ever <laughs> surprised. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, those crowds swarming around Gwen, getting her autographs and stuff, and they're gathering on, on top of a sidewalk grate. And then like, this, if you ever have walked around in a city ever in your life, I feel like this is like a little fear that you might have. If, so uh, if many people's massive fear. I know people worst, who will not walk on these. Yeah, and if they watch this episode, they would be so affirmed. Yeah, this in this episode enough people are on the sidewalk grate that it starts to bow and it starts to creak and crack and peter's like wait no the 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 this the grate it's 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 falling uh and the grate caves in and <laughs> three strands of web thwip to save the three people who fell in right mm-hmm. so camera zooms out one of the, only one of the webs is from Gwen. She didn't save all three of them. She only saved one because the other two webs come from Peter and Miles. What was your immediate thought? I know I, you, it sounds like you've been approaching this very much like how are we getting to Spider Island? But I want to. I'm so curious as to yeah, what your thought was. Here. No, I was like, this is Spider Island, so they will be able to get away with it. I think my question <laughs> was my question was how long is it going to be before the Spider Island stuff happens? Because there was a split second where I was sort of like, are they going to have an entire episode where you know where they're trying where where Peter is trying to convince Harry that he's not Spider Man or something like that? Are they going to drag it out a little bit and then at the end of that one, then? other people start developing powers and then Peter has a cover or is it going to be just this ironic twist where Harry is really figuring out that Peter is Spider-Man just as he would have had a perfect out. But I I think my like that, that those thoughts were going through my head, but my primary one was really like, they're going to find their way out of this though. They have a perfect excuse at spider Island. So Mm -hmm. they can, they can, they can explain it. Oh, Peter, Peter can easily explain it away. Yeah. 
because because it, it isn't just that they out themselves in front of Harry; they out themselves in front of a whole crowd. Yeah. So, and I think it's know. clever because, like, the when I think about it, because my my reaction was like, "Why the fuck did you two just do that in front of so many people?" But when you think about it, it's like, well, three people were in danger. Gwen, even if Gwen used both hands she's still probably only saving two of them so like they kind of have to act and they've never really been put in a situation where they don't have the opportunity to dip out or something like this really put them in a tough situation where it was like you either have to act or not and And they're going to act (laughs) just had a conversation seconds ago about like do we need to have a secret identity though and then it's just sort of like you're put in a position where it's just sort of like well like i can't imagine that at least subconsciously that has to be like in the back of their head where it's just like at least miles whatever like just 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 go for it we've got to save people like the the people dying is not Mm -hmm. worth our secret identity which you know is i think it's true i think it's i think they made a perfectly the right decision ultimately Mm so now what's interesting about about this is like I wasn't necessarily expecting Spider Island. I should have because I I mean it makes sense when I think about like how an arc is going to be structured, mm-hmm. but I just wasn't expecting like full on Spider Island by the end of the first episode. I figured like the first episode would like build things and then it would sort of lead up to sort of the event or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they do prime you for this, right? And it is sort of like a reveal that once you look back you're like, "Oh, I guess that does make sense. This this could theoretically confirm Peter's theory about the explosion or whatever, but it seems a little wide scale, you know. But yeah. I just so I still was kind of surprised. I was like, holy shit, they're just like doing it because Harry sees this happen and is like, what the fuck, Peter? You're Spider-Man? Like, and he gets mad at, at Peter all over again. This is what I was referencing. Like they yeah. all, they're, they're, they're really shortening. They're really shortening how much time they have left for me, uh, the back and forth of this. But this one yep. does make sense. I yeah. get this one. This one's okay. It's a thing that they had in their pocket. I'm shocked that they revealed it so early. <laughs> I'm a little worried that they'll take it back and do it all over again because of Spider Island, but we'll see. But he's pissed and he accuses Peter of being Spider-Man. And, and Peter's like, I mean, maybe the uh, explosion affected me too. <laughs> uh, oopsies. And then Harry doesn't really believe him until they kind of look around and realize like, holy shit, a bunch of people are like swinging around on webs right now. And that's when I was like, oh shit, they're really just like doing it. Like we didn't see it start. Like it's already happening. Yeah, <laughs> Truly amazing timing for that to be happening. I know. Well, and it's very- I think that's is... why I was a little bit like nervous about it. Cause like we yeah. hadn't seen Spider Island happening yet. And I think this is a, the right way to do it. This creates a bigger effect and reaction yeah. uh, to have it be happening before they realize it's happening. Yeah, because you have to assume that these people, like, you aren't seeing people discover it necessarily. You're seeing people, like, know how to use the webbing already. It is a little bit silly to see, like, a dude in, like, a suit and tie in his briefcase just, like, throw a plate of work or whatever. For sure. And that's, you know. (laughs) I mean, that is is a big piece of just Spider Island as a concept, right? Is like, there's a silliness to it that, like, everyday people are suddenly using spider powers. Yeah, yeah, but like you know, there's there's good ones that I, that does feel like like reactionary, like the dude like catching his dog with webbing and stuff, <laughs> like things like that, where yeah. it's like I could have seen it be a, an extinctual thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it it works either way. It's like it, it, obviously it, this isn't this is a thing that has been manifesting for a little while. That's just they're just noticing it now everywhere. It seems like yeah. I mean, they were yeah. kind of occupied this past sure. 24 hours. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. For sure. They wouldn't necessarily notice it. And it is established in the next episode that, like, it doesn't happen for everybody all at once. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not like sure. suddenly a million people all at the exact same time shot web, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> 
Right. So they have this conversation. They see a bunch of people, you know, shooting webs and stuff. Peter's already said like, well, maybe it was the explosion. And then when they see all these folks, he's like, oh, uh, so I think the spider virus might be airborne already. Yes. Yes. Seems like a good theory, buddy. Yeah. And that's where it ends. Yeah. It's interesting that these arcs don't have to be continued when they very easily could. Right? They yeah. don't have it? No, I'm not just missing weird. it? <laughs> no. No. And so, I mean, sometimes they're not very to be continued. I think it's part of the what? thing, it seems like. <laughs> no. Sometimes sometimes they just end to like an episode. <laughs> yeah. I think this would have been a fair one to put. This to be would have been a good. This would have been a good to be continued, I think. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I guess because they're titling things part one, you assume there's at least a part two, but I think there's uh, something thrilling about seeing to be continued on the uh screen. Yeah, I agree. I agree. (laughs) Well, okay. Really just one face of the episode because it is very notable. We've already talked about it. Face of the episode is just Gwen's face because we can actually see it the entire time that Mm -hmm. she is suited up as spider Gwen. And I feel like that's an incredibly notable thing for a spider person to do. So Gwen's face is the face of the episode. It's just her. <laughs> Perfectly fine with me. Yep. yep. And it's the first time she shows up. So it's it's the exact moment you realize that she's doing it. It's her hey boys moment. Hey boys. Yeah. <laughs> she does not say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Very different delivery. <laughs> oh boy. Well, I think we praised this episode a whole lot as, yeah, as we I went, like it. but it sounds like both of us liked this one a lot. I like this one a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, think it's, very good. Mm-hmm. Especially after the past couple of weeks of very like kind of messy episodes. Mm-hmm. I think this uh this feels like this feels like the show doing a lot of stuff, but in a good way now. <laughs> like that yeah. it, it's it's a lot more uh it, it, it's yeah, it it just it's 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 just generally well written uh compared to what they've been doing and very exciting and I uh sets up a lot of stuff really well, which this show is always good at setting stuff up, so it's not really a surprise, but for an arc that I wasn't sure how excited I was going to be for it, I come out of this episode way, like way yeah. super excited to see what the hell they're doing with it. Yeah. I'm so I'm so pumped. I think this is a really strong showing and I mm-hmm. just I can't stress enough how excited I am that the show decided to basically take multiple elements of what was happening in the comics between, you know, Horizon High, the the return of the jackal, the spider island, the mm-hmm. stealth suit. Like there's just so many elements that they're incorporating that I think is really exciting. And just works really well for the story that they're telling. Yeah. So bravo to them for really deciding, like, we're going to break away from, you know, some of the stuff. Especially because this show, um, you know, coming after Ultimate Spider-Man, I think could have taken a very, very sort of older school traditional route and just decided to really lean into comics from, like you said, just like five or ten years prior. Yeah. I yeah. guess like five for when this was airing. Sure. I think a lot of this stuff in the comics was happening in like 2011, so like five or six uh, years. Right, right. Yeah, no, I agree. It's uh, it's good stuff. And, you know, I, I remember expressing worry of like where the spider army stuff was going to be going and all that. Oh, so my like God. Plans. And it's this, actually this brilliant that it's that it resulted it, in an entire island, island full of. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a really great. I think it's a really neat yeah. idea. And that's a, so much of a better direction than anything that I was worried that it was going to go in it really it really pays off i mean they're big picture i i think they're so good at setting things up they're not always necessarily great at sticking the individual landings but i do admire their big picture i -hmm. admire their vision for for the overall story they want to tell even if it there are little rocky bits along the way for sure absolutely strong showing 
Yeah. Good job, Spider Island Part 1. Good job. <laughs> if you would like to hear us do a great job at uh, <laughs> podcasting even more than you're already hearing us, <laughs> you can check out that that good job at Patreon, at patreon.com slash wallopingwebsnappers. We have a whole bunch of extra content. We have well over 100 extra episodes over there, most of which are available at just a dollar, um, and an archive of a bunch of stuff uh that we did uh, sort of intoxicated that you can check out for just a little bit more. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to talk to us, you can check out our Discord or talk to other, uh, you know, Walloping Web Snappers fans. There should be a link in the show notes. If you can't find it, just let us know. In the meantime, if you'd like to find Derek or me individually, you can do that a number of ways. Derek, where's the best place for people to find you and the stuff you're working on? Yeah, sure. You can find me on Twitter at Derek B. Gale. You can also find my podcast, Gimmicks, which is a podcast that looks at the high-concept, experimental, and structure-breaking, gimmicky episodes of television with a different show and different guests every week. You can find it anywhere you get your podcasts, and you can also follow it on Twitter and Instagram at GimmicksPod. What about you, Doug? You can find me on Twitter at IckyBooley, I-C-K-Y-B-O-O-L-E-Y. If you like books and video games, you can listen to a podcast I do with my friends Vicky and Katie, where we check in on all the books and video games and other media that we've been consuming lately. And if you like Pokemon, you can listen to me on a, another podcast here on the 4-Eyed Radio Network called Victory Road. It's a Pokemon podcast that I do uh, with various folks about different topics, just kind of as they happen in the world of Pokemon. If you'd like more from Derek and me on a monthly basis, uh, you can check out a podcast we do not about Spider-Man, but about Pixar movies called Falling with Style, an ongoing Pixar movie marathon where we watch every Pixar film chronologically. Our episode on Onward is out now, wherever you get your podcasts. Please visit us on our website at wallopingwebsnappers.com for a full archive of all the episodes Derek and I are doing together and all the faces of the episodes. Follow Walloping Web Snappers on Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Walloping Web Pod, or email us at Walloping Web Snappers Podcast at gmail.com. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe on all podcast platforms. If you like what we're doing, somebody else will too, and they just haven't found us yet, and those ratings and reviews help us be more visible in more search results. Next week, everybody's got spider powers, including Black Widow in Spider Island Part 2. See ya. Mike.